0: As a special treat for this episode, we have decided both Kelsey and I are going to be invisible. We are invisible right now.
1: We just recreated the experiment. It was actually yeah. pretty easy.
0: All we did was hit some steam, put some ginger fizz. And sugar. And sugar. And that's all it takes to get invisible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's pretty wild. We will fix our invisibility by midnight, so yeah. that will be fine. We're
0: going we're gonna to be fine. We're not going to stay invisible forever, but we thought to give the true experience... We're both invisible right now.
1: Welcome to the Decom Duo Podcast. I'm Benji. I'm Kelsey. We're the Decom Duo. This is the Decom Duo.
0: We watch Decoms.
1: Yeah, that's kind of a a big part of our personalities, at least mine. Eh? I mean, we both spend,
0: well, it's like a day a week of our lives that is at least partially dedicated to Disney Channel original movies at this point.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, how many years have we been into DCOM since 2020?
0: Yeah, it, well, we were into it as kids, too.
1: Well, I meant, like, this dedicated. But yeah, no, as kids, obviously, we watched them. And then in during the pandemic, we're like, let's just watch them all the time
0: and that's how it happens yeah. you know once you start you can't stop
1: once you're like 50 deep you kind of can't stop like
0: what are we gonna do stop a marathon and have like 60 movies in no at that no. point you have to finish
1: and now we get the fun fact of hey i've seen every single disney channel original movie
0: and soon we'll be able to say we did it twice yeah it's pretty weird yeah when well, weird.
1: Anyway, let's let's get to the movie we're actually yeah. talking about this week. We're yeah. talking about Invisible Sister.
0: Basically, the plot of the movie is they're sisters, and one of them is invisible. Holy crap. And shenanigans happen, but in the end, it's a heartwarming story about sisterhood.
1: Also, it's on Halloween. Yeah,
0: it's a Halloween movie. It's kind of weird. It is one of the least Halloween-feeling movies.
1: But they talk about Halloween a lot. Yeah. It's just, well, like, like, this could have happened not on Halloween.
0: It's it's what I would want in a Halloween movie, honestly, where it's just, like, that Halloween gives you an excuse to watch it every year if you want to. But also, it's just a movie that takes place on Halloween. It's Die Hard.
1: Yeah. Where it's, like, people are like, it's Christmas. And it's, like, this literally could have happened on any day of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's still the same movie. Why is it Christmas? Why is it Halloween and Invisible Sister? But, like, I feel totally fine watching it not in October. It's not, like... You know, it doesn't feel out of place. It's
0: not a movie like i'm not even gonna say Halloween town, because Halloween town does feel like Halloween, but it also it's a magical world that technically can work whenever. It's not like I'm trying to think the most halloweeny decom decom. We should we it should has to be out.
1: Halloween town. It just has to be it that's it's a literally a town for Halloween. It's,
0: it has Halloween in the name.
1: Yeah. There's like screen team, that's pretty Halloween.
0: But that's not, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty Halloween.
1: There's Phantom of the Megaplanes. Is that technically a Halloween? I think that one? is technically a Halloween. That one film. is like the least, even more than Invisible System. Door vs.
0: Monsters only a little bit. The Underwraps yeah. films.
1: Oh, those maybe. are pretty Halloween. Pretty Halloween-y. So, so- Is it on Halloween, though? I remember they said like the Fall Festival, right?
0: I think, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about yeah. <laughs> that movie. Underwraps is. It, it's mid
1: any of its iterations. It, it is
0: mid across mid. the board.
1: Okay, we're getting off topic again. We should talk about invisible systems. Yes. Alright, should we
0: get into some fan mail?
1: Oh yeah, let's do that.
0: Did we have any fan mail? I think we soon? did. Oh,
1: oh. You want to find the email?
0: Yeah, I did not think we did. So
1: it's about our mini zone. are did we read that one already?
0: Uh no, I don't think we read this one. Uh, Alright, it's from my mom. Once again.
1: Once again
0: uh she said i listened to your first mini-sode it's my first time ever to listen to a mini podcast i learned a new word mini-sode
2: yeah. yeah
0: if you didn't know we did a mini-sode where it's just basically 30 minutes of us talking about the first 10 movies we watched in the podcast yep uh it doesn't automatically go out to everyone's subscriptions i don't know no because i
1: listed it as a bonus episode so i'm not surprised if you missed it
0: but it's pretty fun We did some drafts in there as well, which my yeah. mom goes into. It. She learned the term draft in the way we used it. That wasn't about pro sports. Boomers um, learning a lot and you two laughed a bunch in this process. I really liked our mini sub. It was fun. It was fun. We did uh we both drafted characters who deserve spin-offs. Yep. And they guys just like wildest moments. Wild moments.
1: Yeah. It's fun too that you know your mom and potentially other listeners learn that you can draft things that aren't sports. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same like kind of process of, you know, you're drafting new players for your team. We're, we're drafting DECOM characters slash moments for our theoretical teams. For like wildest moments. So yeah, no, it's, it's another way to use the term draft. It's fun.
0: And then she agrees with me as being still a bitter Vikings fan about the 2009 New Orleans Saints. I can't even remember when I started ranting about that in that episode, I but I, I fully agree with whatever I said there.
1: Cool. I already kind of didn't like the Saints, so it's cool that there's another reason to not <laughs> like them.
0: All right. So that's the email. Once again, if you want to have your message read out or just want to send us a message and tell us not to read it out, but just want to send us up, uh, let us know. You can just email us at thedecomduo at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-D-C-O-M-D-U-O at gmail.com.
1: Why don't you spell Gmail?
0: Uh, If you don't know how to spell Gmail, it's G-M-A-I-L. Period. Period. C-O-M. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be very clear this time because we got to get some messages in there. Yeah. All right.
1: All right. So slight announcement, not really. Just heads up about this episode we're we're switching it up a little bit this week. I don't know if you can tell if my voice sounds really different, but I'm sick this this weekend that we're recording. Um and it's Benji's fault. So blame Benji. He was mildly sick and got me sick. Um so to give me a little bit of a break, not only from like thinking but also from talking. Uh, Benji's running this episode this week. He did the notes. He's going to lead us through the discussion, and he did the factos. So
0: yeah, if you hate how this is formatted, it's probably only going to be for this week. If you love how this is formatted, then we can switch it up. We can switch it up, or you can just not let me know because then Kelsey continue to do the excess yeah. work. If,
1: if this goes well, maybe we do just take turns. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
0: It's gonna. If this one is shorter or longer than usual, that's probably a reason why.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. With that. I am leading this portion now.
1: Ooh, you're leading the whole thing.
0: You ready for some facto's?
1: I am. I'm excited to kind of sit back a little bit more this episode. All right.
0: So we got Invisible Sister. That's the film today. Yep. It released October 9th, 2015. Okay. I realize you normally say what number decom it is. I didn't write that down. Oh,
1: well, just look at the Wikipedia list that you have. Uh, It is... The 99th DCOM. Wow.
0: 99. 99. Yeah. The next one after it, Adventures and Babysitting, was the 100th. Was the 100th, yeah. So, yeah. Pretty late into the process. It's a pretty recent decom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was 16 when that came out. So I was definitely not watching Disney Channel.
0: Oh, I was definitely off of Disney Channel. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know Teen Beach existed. And that's.
1: I did watch Teen this. Beach. Um, Probably not. That. I think I was more like 17 or 18 when I watched Teen Beach movie. Because I had a younger cousin that said it was good. And I'm like, I like musicals. So I watched it. So that was like probably one of the later ones. Of my, like, teenage years that I watched. You know, like, I was past Disney Channel, but I still watched that one. Never watched Invisible Sister or anything. So, yeah, it was a new experience when we watched it the first time. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, the director of Invisible Sister is Paul Hohen. Okay. you know that name? No. He is quite possibly the most prolific DCOM director. Wow. I, is- that is That's a slightly bold claim because I've not done enough research. He's done 16 decons.
1: Holy crap. Which is
0: over 10%. Like, that's almost.
1: I don't think he's going to get beat. I don't even think, like, Kenny Ortega is going to beat that. Well, no,
0: I don't think Kenny Ortega's directed that many. Like, he's done a lot. Well, he, think...
1: he did, like, the High School Musicals and Descendants. Yeah. So that's six.
0: But I think that's it for him. Well,
1: yeah, High School Musical 3. Uh, did he direct that one? I don't actually know. I don't
0: know. Um. But, yeah, I counted that up. He did that. First off, for this film, he got a nominee from the Directors Guild of America for children's programs. Oh, awesome. So for this one especially, he was considered it doing well. Yeah, since 2001, he's done 16 DComs. The first one he did was *Luck of the Irish*. The most recent was *Zombies 3*. Holy
1: crap! So he's still around. He's
0: still around. He's done a lot of kids TV show like episodes as well. But like, it seems like his main career thing is doing Disney Channel original. That's movies. so
1: cool. I'm We're- so glad that there's a like an infamous kind of director. I didn't even know he kind of existed or did that many can you fire off the ones that he did
0: uh give me one second he i will say this is i think very mixed in terms of his quality some are good and some are not good
1: he's a wide variety
0: yeah i don't have a list where it just gives that so i gotta scroll up through these all right firing them off we got look at the irish true confessions you wish Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Read It and Weep, Jump In, Cheetah Girls One World, Dad napped. Camp Rock 2, Let It Shine, Cloud Nine, How to Build a Better Boy, Invisible Sister, Um. Zombies, Zombies 2, Zombies 3.
1: Fun. Oh, so he's just the Zombies director. Yeah. That's awesome. There are some bangers in there.
0: No, there's some good films and there's also some bad, some bad films. ones. It's yeah. a really a mixed bag.
1: That's so cool. It's though. kind of
0: interesting to think about.
1: That's so exciting. Okay. Yeah,
0: he's also done like a lot of Andy Mac and some other TV shows. He's done a so. Lot
1: he's of he's just a Disney Channel boy. Yeah. Nice.
0: He he is basically his entire IMDb is just kids shows and movies. Nice. A lot of Nickelodeon and Disney Channel.
1: Oh, he did Nickelodeon too. Yeah. Gotcha. All right.
0: Now for the cast. All right. Uh, Cleo, the main character, the one that's not invisible, right? Uh, is Rowan Blanchard. She was the star of Girl Meets World. She was well
1: with, next to Sabrina Carpenter. Yes. They were both. They were both yeah. main
0: characters, but not that I watched it. Officially, she's the top build.
1: Oh, she is. Okay, yeah. I never actually watched it, but I from my like. Top perspective culture, from, knowledge. from my vibes it seems like they're both the main character
0: i think sabrina carpenter became a bigger like star oh yeah so sure. that's why you probably think oh there's the even. whole but i'm pretty sure she's the main character i'm pretty sure she's the girl in oh the she's film.
1: the girl yeah well sabrina carpenter had all the olivia rodrigo drama, the drama so yeah there's that
0: um she is currently a main role in snowpiercer
1: I don't know what that is. It's
0: a pretty popular TV show. It was on TNT. I think it's moving something else. Okay. It's based on a film, the director of Parasite made back in like 2010 era. Wow. Oh. But is yeah, I don't know everything. It's like a post-apocalyptic world where all of humanity is just on a train that goes in a circle. Okay. I don't know too much about it. I might be lying, but we'll see. And she broke through into like acting with a role in Spy Kids Four.
1: Nice. Which I didn't
0: think i realized there was a spy kids for
1: i've never seen any of the spy kids so i would that is so
0: shocking to me
1: why just because it was such a phenomenon
0: a it's a phenomenon b it's a decom that's not a decom it's 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 on that eh decom era it would play it on disney channel
1: i didn't watch that many decom adjacent like i don't even think i've watched all of big fat liar i did i did watch my day with the president's daughter, though, and you didn't even know that one existed. Yeah, I didn't know so. that one
0: existed. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, Spy, I feel like Spy Kids is this thing you would have liked a lot as a kid. And now, if you tried to get into it, you're going to be like, this sucks this because sucks, it's yeah. not actually good.
1: You need nostalgia.
0: All right. Uh, Harris Berlek played Molly, the sister. The sister who is invisible. Uh, she was the main role in the Disney Channel show's Mighty Men and its off Lab Rats Elite Force.
2: Okay. I haven't watched
0: either of those, but Neither I do I. know their existence. They went for multiple seasons. Now, uh, past that, she's been mainly doing my roles in Netflix films and the Netflix sitcom Alexa and Katie, which I only mentioned because it got three seasons and as a Netflix show that I have not heard of. Getting multiple seasons is pretty impressive.
1: Has to, I think the the meme, the kind of general knowledge, is that Netflix usually gives two seasons yeah. and then cancels it. So three seasons is impressive. How, yeah. d- how old is it? Is it like an older one? No, it's
0: pretty recent. Oh I wow, believe the last season was like twenty twenty.
1: Maybe Netflix is like, uh, let's start giving shows three seasons, see <laughs> what happens.
0: Um, we got Austin Freiberger who played the Coop.
1: Oh, I love the Coob.
0: He really has not been in much of anything. No, no. Like, mainly just guest appearances in TV shows. He was in Fuller House for an episode, Sam and Cap for an episode, the iCarly reboot for an episode,
1: but that's it. So, yeah, he just does some guest stuff. Yeah,
0: just a couple of random guest stuff.
1: I wonder what episode of Fuller House he was in. I watched that show. You you would have to tell
0: me. I didn't look deeper than I'll, that.
1: I guess I'll have to just rewatch all of Fuller House. And that let seems you know. like a
0: poor idea.
1: I mean, and just keep my eye out for the coog.
0: Um, Ron Brar played George. Oh, yeah. Um. He started. He broke through as Craig or Chirag. I can't remember how to pronounce in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. All the Diary um, of a Wimpy Kid films.
1: I know. I definitely have seen this kid. Like he's, he's also
0: been, is he uh, in main role in Jesse yeah. and Bunked, which are both Disney Channel yeah, sitcoms. Yeah, I think
1: Jesse what I had on my mind. Even though, like, I never really watched Jesse, but I was definitely aware of it. Like, I'm pretty familiar with the kids that were in Jesse. Like, pretty sure he was in that. So, yeah, that makes sense.
0: He also was a supporting role in a lot of movies. Didn't mention much of them, but I did note Star Girl because I'm pretty sure you either like or despise that movie, um, or haven't seen it I'm but had in, the opinions on it. Anyways,
1: I'm indifferent on it. I like tried to read the book once. And I didn't go through it. I think what you're thinking of is we were doing a Quiz tournament, and I got that question. Right. Oh, okay. It was uh, Grace Vanderwall starred in that movie and they mentioned her and that's how i got that answer it's it's a pop culture tournament mm-hmm. um and it came out that year so i think you're just kind of impressed that i it, at the moment that i got that i'm like oh yeah no i i've heard of it i just never watched it
0: all right uh next up is alex desert i think it's how to pronounce it. It's mr perkins he's a oh t-shirt. yep yeah he was a decently popular actor since the 90s has been in a lot of stuff but like Never a big star role, yeah, he had like main roles in the show Becker, which had multiple seasons, the old flash t v show He played Nick Fury in one of the Avengers animated shows. Oh. um he's now on The Simpsons, um as Carl Carlson and Lou because they changed to a black voice actor for some of the black characters after the George Floyd protests.
1: They weren't already black actors, no.
0: what I mean, I think that's not that uncommon in animation.
1: Okay. But I
0: don't actually know. But he has been on The Simpsons since then. He was also in DCOMs Let It Shine and Freaky Friday.
1: Yeah. Now, that's where I recognize him. Like, oh, he's been in a few DCOMs. And Freaky Friday, he gets to sing he's, a little bit.
0: He's got a good DCOM resume, for being honest.
1: They're all good movies. And he does a good job. Like, I think he's a good actor. I think this is probably his least likable <laughs> character. What was the other one other than... Oh, it was Let It Shine, Let It Shine. Shine, and Freaky Friday. Yeah, no, I feel like he's really good characters in both of those. And this one, he like, he's kind of a douchebag in the beginning, and like redeems himself a little more later. But in the beginning, we'll talk about it. But he like made me mad in the beginning.
0: And then the other two people that I'm gonna mention, I'm gonna just go through them quickly. We got Will Myers who played Carter. He really didn't do that much. He was in a CW show called Naomi last year but it got canceled after one season. And that is his only like main role of anything. Wow. Um, And then there was Rachel Clareau who played Nikki. Uh, A lot of small film or TV roles I didn't know, but she did get fifth place on the first season of the X factor. Cool. So that's how she got into the entertainment industry. That's fun. So success story there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now for some fun facts. Yay.
1: Fun factos.
0: All right. So fun fact number one. (laughs) I'm not going to number them all, I found this very funny on a Wikipedia page. It wasn't sourced, but I did scroll through Disney Channel Canada's uh, Facebook page to confirm that this is a real thing. Uh, In Canada, when this film premiered, the last 10 minutes of the movie were mistakenly replaced with Team Beach 2's song, That's How We Do.
1: The ending song in Teenage Mutant. And
0: there was, like, no resolution or anything until the next day when they fixed it and aired it again.
1: That is so funny. Because
0: imagine you're watching a movie and it's getting to the ending and you want to know how it ends and everything. And it just cuts to a different film's ending.
1: How did? How do you even make that mistake? I don't know. How, I I don't even know how that's possible because you're airing a movie. um I I don't know how TV works. You're airing a movie and all of a sudden you go to a different movie and it's Teen Beach 2's final number. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck happened to the movie I'm watching? That's hilarious. No,
0: it's very funny. I'm like, that sounds fake. But I scrolled through the Disney Channel Canada Facebook page because that's where it it was linked. And they like in the comments under watch this movie. It's like we apologize for the technical mishap tonight.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Alright, another fun fact. It's based on a book called My Invisible Sister by Beatrice Collin and Sarah Pinto.
1: It's called My Invisible Sister. Yeah. Not just Invisible Sister.
0: The book, actually, I really did look into it. I just read the saw the back of the book description. I didn't go like you and hardcore sleuth for details on the plot.
1: The only reason I did that for Poof Point is because it said that a twist ending. I'm like, what the? I need to know.
0: But... It looks pretty different. Like, I'm pretty sure the main character is a guy, a boy, like a 10-year-old boy. Oh. And the sister is just invisible, period. And they just go on shenanigans because she's invisible.
1: Like, she was born invisible?
0: I don't know. I didn't look.
1: What did the back of the book say?
0: It was just saying, it's like, 10-year-old boy, blah, blah, blah. But life's not too bad when you got an invisible sister to go do some hijinks with. Weird. Stuff like that.
1: So- Okay, if it's that different, is this really based on that book? if the concept is your sister is invisible
0: yeah i don't I don't know.
1: I feel like that's a pretty basic
0: it's a pretty plot. basic concept. They didn't
1: even keep the same exact name
0: no, I don't know. um uh, and then the final fun fact is who got a little sister and cast and written into the story? Oh and was cut for unknown reasons
1: she wasn't really needed, probably Probably they had enough characters, I think yeah. And it's a short movie.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty short movie. It was
1: under 90 minutes. Yeah,
0: it was under 80 minutes.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: it was That's like so hour weird. 19.
1: If you had asked me, like, what are the shortest decons, I wouldn't have guessed that this one was that short. No,
0: But it doesn't, like, feel rushed. Either. No, it
1: feels pretty bookended. Like, they, they did all the plot points they needed to do.
0: All right. Now for the Disney Plus description. Yay. On Halloween, Misfit Cleo inadvertently turns her beautiful and popular older sister Molly invisible when a science project goes awry. As a result, Cleo reluctantly must agree to impersonate Molly during a crucial day at school, even as they try to reverse the invisibility. By working together and walking in each other's shoes, sometimes literally, Uh the sisters learn to overcome their differences and find they have more in common than they ever expected.
1: Yeah, that's the movie.
0: It's very kind of cheesily written.
1: Uh, Sometimes they literally have to walk in each other's shoes. (laughs) Get it?
0: Yeah, I do get it. (laughs) All right. And with that, have a deep dive?
1: Yeah, let's go.
0: All right. So the movie opens up. It says it's a Disney Channel original movie, and it opens on a monarch butterfly.
1: Yeah, and it's like super zoomed in. Mm -hmm. I found it kind of creepy.
0: Yeah, I don't get it, especially because later on, it's all about getting a moth.
1: Well, because she's voicing over like some things are invisible and some aren't. Um, I think the butterfly is supposed to represent Molly. Molly, the social butterfly. And Cleo is the moth that camouflages herself into the tree. Yeah. Yeah, it was a metaphor.
0: Yeah, it starts off with voiceover from Cleo just kind of going through, man, I feel invisible, but not actually saying that, but basically saying that.
1: Yeah, she's being very dramatic. Like, this is in her personal journal of, like, emo poetry, probably.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you just basically watch her going to school, and they're going to school. Yeah. She puts on headphones in class, as lectures going on and they're like over the ear headphones not like earbuds yeah it's
1: very obvious that she's wearing headphones during class
0: and then that leads into basically the start of the movie where she falls asleep in class and gets woken up by her teacher
1: yeah everybody leaves and she's like sleeping
0: mm-hmm. yeah she just flat out slept in the class with the headphones on rocking out to vote highs the teacher thinks it fits in the tantrums which i think this is funny to add in these like these bands i feel like are fun choices for the time they're actually like modern-ish bands yeah no. yeah, yeah like, i can imagine the kids listening to it but it's still just kind of funny because i always think of fist and tantrums as the hand clap band even though they definitely have more than that
1: oh i don't know any other ones i, other- I, I
0: could play them for you and you have known i oh, remember okay. at one point we had a night the two of us were just like what other songs do the fist and the tantrums have and we're like wow these other songs are actually pretty good
1: You just never think of them. No.
0: Like, I don't even think claps technically their biggest song.
1: I can make your hands clap.
0: I don't remember what it is, but I believe that's not their most popular song. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but even while her and the teacher are arguing, like, man, you slept in the class, and he's like, here's your test back. He got 100%, you genius.
1: Yeah, so she's so smart that she can just sleep during lecture and still get 100% Mm -hmm. on like her quiz or whatever.
0: And she wants to go make a veg- a vegetable battery or a squash battery.
1: No, I thought she was doing a papaya and she's like, Well, mine mine's a fruit, okay. so it's different.
0: I didn't catch that part of it, but yeah. She's her they have a big science project coming up and that's her plan. And the teacher's like No.
1: Yeah, he's like, um actually I'm not gonna let you do the idea you had for this project, which we're assuming that the science project is like do whatever you want. Mm-hmm just as long as it's science but he's like um i'm rejecting your idea and she's like you let what's his name you let
0: George george just do dairy on guinea pigs and let them fart
1: yeah okay yeah so she said his experiment is that he's he has a guinea pig and he's putting him on like all ice cream diet that guinea pig should be dead right
0: yeah maybe guinea pigs have i don't know lactose intolerance among other animals i know it's well, rare for humans to be able to have other animals dairy products but i don't know if dairy we don't know the amount of dairy he's giving them but it's
1: also like all the sugar and if he's only eating ice cream doesn't he need like nutrition
0: look we don't know the formulations of this experiment it might not just be dairy
1: i'm gonna google can guinea pigs Live off of ice cream.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's going to give you the most obvious answer. Guinea
1: pigs cannot digest ice cream, leading to health problems is the first thing that came up. So I'm going to say he killed his guinea pig.
0: Well, the guinea pig survives through the whole film. The whole film takes place in two days. So,
1: yeah. Well, I think his experiment's over. He's just like, yeah, it made him fart.
0: Yep. That's it.
1: But the teacher's like, yeah, well, um I'm gonna give you a different experiment. Yeah,
0: he says go like make a spectrometer and make like one thing into another thing or something. I don't he, know. He like
1: he holds up like a dark thing, or he's like in a piece of glass. He's like this one is clear and this is kind of like glass, but it's not. It's dark. I need you to make this into a clear substance, which seems like super advanced
0: for high school science. Yeah, yeah.
1: But he's like, this is actually what you're doing, and she complains later. She's like. He's making me do this basically impossible task with super high-tech equipment. What?
0: Also, it's due one day.
1: Also, it's 50% of your grade now. Yeah. He said, I just decided it's 50% of your grade. Whereas you're assuming that like no other kids project is 50%. I think it's because she's doing so well and not paying attention. He's like, actually, this is on a lot. I'm going to have you do this impossible task, and if you don't do it right, you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. This should not be allowed.
0: No, this is very bad. And he apologizes for it later on. Yeah, but
1: right now, I'm like,
0: fuck this teacher. No, but yeah, it's bad because... He, I'm more of mad about the do Monday thing. I get the why the 50% is there, but I could also him just being like trying to really encouraging it while not actually having a basis to the claim. He, he may be able to back down on that. The do Monday thing seems impossible to back down on. And Monday for what I like we don't know what day this movie takes place. I'm
1: assuming right now it's Thursday. The day she's invisible is Friday. That's
0: what I guess is too
1: because it's halloween not that that would make it a friday but they have this party and And we know it goes runs
0: to midnight
1: past midnight
0: so it's probably not a school day otherwise the school would not be happy with no it's definitely
1: like school funded
0: yeah yeah so if we assume that it's friday that gives her what what friday saturday sunday and thursday night to make it three and a half days to, to start do this, a like, whole new science experiment.
1: To do this, like, impossible task.
0: Yeah. So that seems kind of bad.
1: Yeah, and it's worth 50% of your grade.
0: Yep. But now she's got to do that. So then she leaves the class along with George, and they're just walking out of school because school day is over. And, yeah, George says the project's not impossible, but she's still kind of mad about it. She's
1: just complaining about how difficult it's going to be, which it will be. So I'm fully on her side.
0: Yeah. She makes fun of his pants because their relationship is she makes fun of him and he takes it like a champ.
1: Yeah, she's very kind of like, I don't know emo like she has that kind of dark vibe she's not fully emo well
0: yeah jock calls her a vampire in the very next line oh
1: yeah you are a vampire and she's like what because i'm so
0: creative yeah
1: because i'm dressed like this because i have that purple streak in my hair
0: cleo has very classic decom energy in terms of she's a character that is entirely fueled by stereotypes but makes fun of those stereotypes as you can't judge me by these stereotypes Yeah.
1: She's like, I'm too cool for everybody. But, like,
0: when they were written, they wrote her stereotypically. Yeah. So. She's
1: the classic, like, outsider, smart girl, doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. Basically just has George.
0: She's the non-plastics in Mean Girls. Yeah. And. But
1: instead of being artsy,
0: she is just smart. Yeah. And, like, science. The nerd side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then Carter walks up to her and is like, hey, can we go study for the next test together tomorrow in the study hall?
1: Yeah, and Carter, like, he has a Letterman jacket on, so you just know that he's a sports boy. Yeah,
0: Yeah. he is clear jock sports boy. And she goes, um, no, because it would be way too cliche for the sports nerd to, or not sports nerd, the science nerd girl to go help out the jock boy.
1: Yeah, because she still she like looks over his shoulder and sees the other jock guys kind of laughing, or like you know kind of pointing like, oh look at those two. So she assumes that it's like a setup, or that he's just using her for her brains. Yeah. So she goes like, no, and he, you can tell he's like offended because he just wants to hang he out. He
0: literally with- just wants to hang out. He was being genuine. We fig- figure this all out later, but no, he's being a jerk, and she doesn't really drop this for a while because she's so. Really, her big problem right now is she lacks self confidence in every way.
1: She just pushes people away instead of opening up yep. herself.
0: Which, at that point, like, at what point do I go beyond like, oh, she's being a jerk too? Oh, that's like her character. She's being a jerk because that's the character. But like, she's I mean, being a jerk.
1: They kind of say like, that is just kind of who she is. She's just kind of, just kind of a jerk generically. Because George, it's when Molly is pretending to be her, and he's like, "Why are you being so nice?" Yeah, like this isn't you. You're supposed to be mean to me. All right.
0: Um, but yeah, she. It's also revealed in this conversation that yes, Cleo has a crush on him. Yep. So she does. Like he's trying to basically ask you out.
1: Well, she. It's a defense mechanism because I know. she doesn't actually believe that he would like her.
0: I know, but it's just. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, it's wow. the sister shows up. They're Molly. Up. Yep. Molly's here and. He's like, hey, we're going to go get froyo. You guys want to come get froyo? And the Coog's like, oh, yeah, and that boy can come too. First off, uh, the Koog never remembers George's name. That's yeah. just like a running gag. But we love the Koog. This is a very pro-Cube podcast. It's just
1: because he's dumb. We it's like, not because
0: he's mean. <laughs> we like the himbos a lot.
1: He's like fully like inviting them too. Do you want to
0: explain what a himbo is for our sure. audience? Sure.
1: I can explain what a himbo is um you need th- yeah, there's three requirements to be a hobo. one you need to be a beefcake you gotta be good at like athletically you know mm-hmm. muscles for extra points the kook doesn't have like big muscles
0: but we know he's sportsy.
1: we know he's sportsy. yeah uh two you need to be dumb you need to just have like no brain cells in there and three you need to respect women you mm-hmm. can't be mean especially to women yeah you gotta be a nice guy that's athletic and stupid many people
0: hit two of these requirements but not three the kook gets a triple threat
1: yeah imagine a golden retriever as a boy
0: that is what a himbo is yeah
1: except gold retrievers are usually pretty smart they're usually but... pretty
0: smart but like compare a golden retriever's intelligence to like a humans
1: yeah. yeah just like like they want to please you and they'll just kind of do anything to do that mm-hmm. you know they don't have original and father. they don't
0: discriminate on genders. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um Cleo says no, we're not gonna go to Froyo.
1: Yeah, she says no.
0: Yeah, this is not gonna be emotional moment of lost bonding later or anything, haha. <laughs> uh. Um and But yeah, they drive off. Coop gets high fives to people outside the convertible.
1: Yeah, because the top's down, and that's what Molly drives. And that's just
0: Coop to a T. Yeah. He sticks his head out because he's a golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But then uh, George and Cleo go back to Cleo's house. Well... They go on a scooter to go back, but the scooter runs out of battery, so they just have to walk back. Yeah. So ultimately, Molly beats her home, even though they went to get Romeo.
1: Yeah, because they were just walking. Probably a while to walk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the parents, we finally get to meet them. And this is the only time you going to meet them in the whole movie.
1: They like show up for a scene at the end, but they don't talk yep. anymore. And yeah.
0: basically, the parents, yeah. I'm not going to even try to characterize them at all because they do not matter. No, the entire point of them being here is to say, hey, they have two alive parents and they are leaving for the weekend. Yeah. So we know why they not don't have to hide from their parents or talk to their parents about everything going on. Yeah, they need to be out of the plot for this plot to make sense. And the movie goes very quickly through just, no, they're done. Yeah,
1: I think it's just we don't want to have to deal with the avoiding the parents plot. So we'll just write them out like yep. it, that's not the point of the movie. And it's fine. So, yeah. So let's just get them out of it here. It does
0: make them look like pretty bad parents, if we're being honest.
1: They weren't that bad. Like they say, you know, Molly has a big lacrosse game tomorrow, but they're like, we're so sorry to be missing it.
0: And also, Cleo, stay loose with your studies. Yeah, they don't know. it's extreme offense to that.
1: They don't know how to really relate to Cleo right now because she is so closed off. And they have this like moment where they don't realize that she's there at first because they're like, oh, you're invisible, Cleo. Like, mm-hmm. that's the point they're trying to make. Um, but they're trying. Like, you know, they just have to go away to do, I don't even know what they're doing. I don't know. I didn't catch I, it. It I doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: Um, and then right when they leave, Molly's like, oh, by the way, I'm having a huge party.
1: Yeah, and Cleo's like, I have to work on my science project that's worth 50% of my grade, and it's due Monday. And Molly's like, it'll just be a few people, like the entire lacrosse team and their boyfriends, and I don't know, I guess other people too. Yeah,
0: so uh, there's just a huge rager going on. And that's what we cut into. Yeah. Party time. Party time. The Koog is in the kitchen trying to make meatballs. He doesn't remember what How, goes what in goes meatballs but luckily molly's there to remind him that meat goes into meatballs
1: she's such a supportive girl <laughs> <laughs>
0: um cleo is just in the middle of this party like in a different room from everyone else but there's party going all around her she's just doing hard science yeah he's doing safety glasses pouring be- stuff into beakers and stuff like that george is there too just being supportive yeah but he's like hey can i go party well, i wanna go party
1: yeah cleo's like yeah sure." Yeah. I'll just be doing science.
0: And George's like, I'm going to go see if there's any girls on the lacrosse team that like me. Because I'm going to go flirt with everyone.
1: Yeah. He, he really just wants a girlfriend really bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But honestly, I respect the grind. Respect the hustle.
1: When, like, when did you ever grind for a girlfriend? Oh, I did.
0: It, 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 but I could have. I should have. Like, you could have. you I didn't
1: he didn't grind for me very hard. No. Just gotta let it happen. Yeah, it took a year. Like guys, if you just let it happen, it might happen in a year.
0: What a great moral. Oh, yeah. And, like, the whole beakers and everything is shaking all together because just the base of the party and all of everyone jumping. Jump, jump, the house is Jump, jumping. jump,
1: the house is jumping. It's
0: all going wrong. Uh, George goes upstairs, starts flirting with Nikki. Yeah. And... It's pretty awkward, but like, yeah.
1: But also, she's kind of into it. Like, it is awkward, but it's not like she's appalled by him or anything. Because yeah. she's a sweet girl, and he's not saying anything offensive. And they end together. Spoilers. Oh yeah. So no, that's
0: that's just a that's a c plot of the movie is yeah those two getting together.
1: Yeah, it is very minor.
0: Yeah. Um, and that means that the only person in the lab is Leo. Yep. And there's a moth. Oh no. She's like studying all this sugar glucose, her fancy computers, graphics. Oh yeah, like, she figures really fancy.
1: She figures out that it's sugar. Yeah. But she makes it work. She turns it clear, finally. because she like heated it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. She was oh. doing science and she actually did it the first night she worked on it. So I guess it wasn't actually that yeah. Hard. Maybe it was
0: super easy. Maybe maybe we don't know the teacher well enough.
1: Maybe it just seems really hard on the surface, but he gave her sugar. But also,
0: we what she does next is just insane. She makes a yeah. bug invisible on accident.
1: Yeah, so some stuff spills into the solution, right? Yeah. And the moth flies above the steam and becomes invisible. Yep. And she, like, catches it in the jar and then freaks out because it turns invisible. And so it drops the jar and the jar breaks. And then more stuff... Spills. Yep.
0: And the bug starts to fly around the house. So she just grabs this giant bug catcher net. I don't know where she got that in that. It was just like
1: in, I think she's kind of in like a shed or something. (laughs) Because she got, remember, she said, like, I got exiled from my house. And George is like, You didn't really get exiled. There just is a party. So you left. Like, you know, he's always looking at the brighter side of things. And George is very true about that, where it's like none of them would be that mad if she was at that party
0: socially. No, this is a movie that does a better job of actually describing social situations in terms of it's not the cliches that everything thinks it falls into in most films like this, most decoms, most social circles. It's more of like, oh, you're also here.
1: okay. Yeah, no, I really liked that this movie didn't fall into the trope of oh, the sister's super popular and wants nothing to do with the little sister. It's more so the little sister was getting in her own way. Yeah. And the popular girls would have been accepting over her the whole time if she just gave it a chance. Yep. Yeah. I like that they took that angle on it.
0: Yeah. So with this giant bug catcher, Leo just runs around the party swiping at nothing She's like, George, do you see that moth? It's invisible. And George is like, I don't see it because it's invisible. Yeah,
1: how does Chloe see it?
0: That's a good question. Light, refraction, I don't know. Maybe it's not perfectly invisible, but it's like, still it's weird. She does like always have an eye on it, which doesn't really make sense.
1: And like, we can see it because they give like enough of an outline to show us mm-hmm. where the moth is. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, but that's what occurs over there um there's like it flies around the chandelier and i'm like oh this is totally gonna end in the chandelier landing on them but no it didn't <laughs> no nothing nothing got broke this is a very rare house party at the beginning of a movie where there's no mess left at the end
1: right and they leave at a very reasonable time so they get to bed by midnight i'm assuming everybody left at like 11
0: yeah who is even starting a fire in the kitchen and that's not important at all for the rest of the movie.
1: Well, yeah, I he mean, did start a fire. meeting
0: the meatballs is, but like all the issues that are going on that could cause huge messes to be cleaned up, zero problems.
1: Yeah. None. Like, no, everyone they help
0: clean up, honestly.
1: It's a school night. They're like, yeah, we'll leave at a reasonable time. We have school tomorrow. And I don't think there
0: was underage drinking.
1: No, they had like solo cups, but that could have been anything. That could have been soda.
0: Yeah, which is just, which is, it's weird. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's because it's on the Disney Channel. They don't want to show any of the rager.
1: Yeah, it thing. it was not a red solo cup, which is the very stereotypical. This is alcohol. It was like yellow or something. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. George, after the party, we're done with that. It's like, you didn't really make a moth invisible. Probably. I don't really believe you. Go go sleep.
1: Yeah. She's like, do you believe me, George? And he's like, I believe you should get some sleep. So. George is also pretty
0: positive because he's always positive, even though he's like, I completely struck out.
1: Yeah, he did strike out with Nikki, huh?
0: Well, just with everyone. He yeah, was, with
1: everyone. He's like, I got a ton of girls digits. And Cleo's like, no, you didn't. He's like, yeah, no, I didn't. I put my n-
0: number in someone's phone when they weren't looking. Was it Nikki? I don't know. I don't think it was Nikki. I think it was. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> that's
1: just an invasion of someone's privacy and property.
0: Yeah. Oops. So, yeah, that's the end of that. Uh, and now it's bedtime. The girls are just in their own rooms doing their own thing, and yep. Molly's like, man, I gotta go get my nighttime thirsty drink.
1: Which is some ginger fizz. Is this yep. a real thing? I'll Google it.
0: Yes. I feel like I've heard of this. I feel like I've heard of this.
1: Ginger- the ginger fizz
0: they have in there is definitely fake, because it is so not branded.
1: Uh, Ginger fizz recipe. So... Yeah, it seems like maybe it's used more for cocktails.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. It makes something carbonated if you want it to be carbonated.
1: Yeah, so she has, it's just like she has a little packet of like this powder that you pour in water. Yep. And it's supposed and that's to, a thing.
0: that is a thing.
1: It's supposed to settle her stomach, which ginger does help settle your stomach. Yeah. So, yeah. So she goes to drink it and, and we see the moth. Oh.
0: Yep. She fills up the water in her bathroom, which you said was weird, but I think is extremely normal. She
1: takes it. She fills her water cup from the tap in her bathroom. That's
0: very normal. It's not.
1: okay. I grew up. My house has well water. It's Mm -hmm. not like we weren't close to the city at all. So we had well water, which was so full of iron. Like we could not drink our tap water Because it would be gross. (laughs) So much iron. You have to drink the filtered water that we would have. So, like, I I would never just fill a cup from my bathroom. Saying that's so normal. Yeah, that's not how I grew up. To this day, I mean, our apartment has the fridge filter water, which is how I grew up. So I'm like, yeah, that's the water I'm gonna drink. I would I don't drink tap water, peasants.
0: Regardless, the moth is attracted by. The moth got outside the house. We got to be clear about this. And I'm like, and this, the moth came
1: back, but they actually kind of explain
0: everything. Yeah. The moth flew out of the house, but for some reason stayed close, which, sure, why not? They turn Molly got it turned on the bathroom light because you do that when you go into a dark room. Yeah. The moth flew in through a window, went to that light because it's on, and moth's like, light. Yeah. Died on the light bulb.
1: Died? I don't think moths die on the impact of a light bulb. Maybe it, like, ran into it and passed out and then fell into the ginger fizz and died it doesn't matter if it's dead molly drinks it yep and i literally said how does she not realize but then she like made kind of a face like like,
0: that tasted weird that was
1: weird but at that point like yeah what are you gonna do you already drank it you already
0: ate it yeah it's in your body and also it was invisible you're not gonna be like there was something in there
1: no it's like if you drink something and it's weird, yeah, you're just going to have a weird reaction, but there's nothing you can do about it. So then she just goes to bed and you see her phone says midnight.
0: Yeah. It turns from 1159 to midnight. Yeah. So which means. Put a pin in this. Put a put pin in it. in it.
1: Put a pin in it. We'll get back to that. But
0: she, it is like, so she ate, drank this water like 30 seconds before midnight.
1: Maybe even like a minute or two. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was before midnight. Okay
0: all right yeah i put down here what party ends at midnight but it, it was is before though night. yeah
1: no so, i think it ended at like 11 and she had like an hour before bed because how like, many
0: people were there there's probably like 50 60 people there
1: yeah she was like looking at like homework and stuff so i think they left like 10 30 11 like very reasonable I'm like dang good for these kids they're, they're
0: pretty mature
1: yeah because they got a game tomorrow
0: so it's midnight it she drank the moth what could ever go wrong she actually fizzes when she's putting her um blinds together fizzes invisible for a second yeah she goes that's kind of weird but she didn't look at herself or anything yeah so it's not like she noticed but she's like oh that felt weird Mm -hmm. um but yeah in the morning she wakes up it's 7 a.m and she is 100% invisible
1: Yep, and she doesn't realize she, until she sees herself in the mirror, or doesn't see herself yeah. in the
0: mirror. She does not notice. She goes and, like, sleepily grabs her phone, puts on her slippers, puts on, like, a hair towel, and walks to the bathroom, starts to, like, get ready to brush her teeth and everything, and she's and looks at the mirror and goes, I'm invisible, and screams it's in not, panic.
1: She doesn't go, huh, I'm invisible. She just screams. Yeah. And then Cleo goes to be like, whoa, what's wrong? And Molly goes... Where did I go?
0: <laughs> yeah. And Cleo's like, what? What do you mean, where did you go? Aren't you in the bathroom? And she's like, but I'm not.
1: Yeah. And then Cleo goes in and she's like, Molly, where are you? And Molly are you goes, in the toilet? She goes, I'm not in the toilet, but she goes, Molly, where are you? And Molly goes, exactly. Where am I?
0: They do a camera trick here. I want to explain for people that have not seen the movie that whenever it's really something being told or mostly about Molly they will show molly in the shot as if she's actually there however in all other cases it's she's not there but this way molly's actor is not just voice acting
1: the entire film yeah no they do like to show the actress there just kind of remind you like yeah what she's doing this and is the actress this is what she's doing she's still here so they'll cut in between The audience being able to see her or her being invisible. It's
0: never confusing on if she's visible or not because she
1: is invisible the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um and then she puts like a towel on her face and tries to remove it to wake up from a dream, but nope, that doesn't work. This isn't a dream, it's a movie. Uh (laughs) yeah. And Cleo goes like, "Wait a second! I did make a moth invisible."
1: Yeah. So, so did you like
0: eat it or something? Yeah. Well,
1: she's like, "Did you touch it? Did you eat it somehow?" And Molly's like, "Oh wait, I drank some ginger fizz last night, and it did feel like kind of like a bug, yeah, went down my throat."
0: And that was like, "Oh wow." They completely figured out what happened really quick.
1: They did. And then that, not only that, while the whole like bug thing was happening, I'm like, why did the moth come back? And Cleo's like, hear me out during this part. She's like, hear me out. You had a light on. What if the light attracted the moth back into the house and you had the window open? You did have the window open and then it fell in your drink and then you drank it. And then, yeah.
0: That's exactly and what it happened. Actually,
1: that is pretty plausible so like i applaud the movie for getting past my like skepticism of like Did that happened. that would never happen it's like no actually that could have happened it is
0: what it is more reasonable than the concept of invisibility and you have to buy into the concept of invisibility to believe anything in this film so if your suspension of belief is not extra challenged no yeah oh uh, and while they're just like man what are we gonna do the kook shows up
1: yeah the kook shows up yeah, and he's, he's in his bear costume he's in his
0: bear costume and he's like complaining about eating too many meatballs which is just something that happens the rest of the film
1: yeah he's like last night i ate way too many meatballs um yeah okay so then cleo is at the top of the staircase and he's like what are you doing here and he's like We're going to school and we're supposed to be in costume. Where's Molly? She's supposed to be Dorothy because we're all Wizard of Oz characters and I'm the cowardly bear.
0: He's the cowardly bear, which is just an incredible level of stupidity that I really appreciate.
1: It is. It's funny that they did that because then like the bear costume comes back in a different way later. Yeah,
0: it is a present throughout the whole movie, if you're being honest. Yeah,
1: so he's the cowardly bear and Cleo's like, it's supposed to be a lion. He's like... What? Like, no, it's a cowardly bear.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I like funny. it. It's a dumb, It's a good dumb joke. But the, the coog hears that Molly and Molly speaks in a muffled voice like, I'm in the bathroom and I'm so contagious. Don't come up to see me. And Coug's like, oh, but I want to make sure you're okay. Are you okay? And like tries to go see, but she successfully tells him like, I'm contagious enough. You can't go see me.
1: Yeah, so the story is that she's sick. And then the plan for getting rid of it is that Cleo's like, it'll probably just digest through your system and it'll go away. Like, you'll burn it off, you know, metabolism, whatever.
0: You're going to be not invisible soon enough. Yeah,
1: it'll just wear off.
0: Which is a decent assumption. Like, no one's made invisibility before, as far as they know. Yeah. Which also seems really simple to make invisibility
1: yeah apparently it is really simple you just mix a couple of common substances together and imagine
0: like the military intelligence will really appreciate this yeah
1: yeah um but then molly's like no i have to go to school today because i have a lacrosse game
0: she comes up with like the idea of man i'm gonna go dress up in my dorothy costume yeah
1: i'm gonna go to school because it's halloween if i just dress up in my costume then maybe i can like hide my face somehow And people just see the clothes and... uh, It doesn't really work because their whole
0: body's invisible. Yeah. Also, they do this and explain it pretty well, where the clothes also become invisible after a period of time. Pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, which is weird that that happens. Yeah,
0: it's probably because... If they left the clothes on, that would be a whole different can of worms.
1: Yeah, and then she would have to and be then, naked. And we lizard. don't
0: want to do that, especially for a decom.
1: No. So you're right. It, it's a fine enough explanation for it being a kid's movie. Yeah, it's kind of
0: lampshaded a bit where it's just kind of like, there's not much you can do because you don't want to show her not in clothes the whole time.
1: They say like, they have her say oh so whatever i touch is gonna be invisible which isn't true because when she's holding just objects they don't become invisible but if she's wearing clothes yeah maybe it's because it's touching more of her body the clothes become invisible pretty soon Mm -hmm. after yeah so yeah she's like i need to go to school today because i need to go i need to be in attendance for every class To play lacrosse, and we figured out that she meant today you have to meet every class.
0: Because if you call in sick for school, they're not going to let you play in a school sanctioned sport after. No,
1: that actually happened to me once for knowledge bowl of my teammates was gone from school that day and we had a tournament, and he showed up like at the end of the school day for the tournament, and my coach was like, "No, like you missed school today, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't go to the tournament." So he wasn't able to go, and it was kind of a bummer.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, it makes sense.
1: Like, dude, you should have gone to if school. If you want to
0: be in school activities, go to school.
1: Yeah, we just joked at first. of like, what do you mean? You have to have perfect attendance to be on the lacrosse team. But, no, nah, it's, it's an important game today. It's the first game of the season, and there's going to be college scouts.
0: Yep. And that's how she wants to get into college, by being good at lacrosse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable for sports kids to be so, like, I want to play sports in college. They're trying to figure out what to do, and
0: Molly comes up with the great idea oh man what if you just go as me Cleo
1: yeah and Cleo's like no
0: and Molly's like we totally look the same they do not look the same they sound the same they don't sound she's like
1: we're the same height absolutely not we sound the same absolutely not she's like we have the same skin tone well if you were moisturized more rude they actually do the same skin tone
0: yeah no that one's fine yeah and they go you know what No, this is still dumb, but they actually do it.
1: Well, okay, yeah, so Cleo gets in the Dorothy costume, and she's like, I still just look like me, because obviously we don't look the same, and so they decide that she's going to wear the mask over her eyes, like a masquerade. Yeah, they
0: call her Mardi Gras Dorothy, And just everyone accepts that, which is just kind of weird.
1: Everybody loves Molly so much that they're like, hey Molly, you wanna wear a mask? I can accept
0: the clothing thing. I cannot accept the fact that these actresses don't look similar enough.
1: They really don't. And yeah. Like I can believe enough that they're sisters. Sure. You can break you can make pretty much anybody looks like look like siblings. Yeah. Um but I would not buy that everyone's like, Oh yep, that's definitely Molly. It just isn't, but We can just suspend our disbelief uh, because it's a movie.
0: Yeah. And then they just kind of, like, talk... Molly just talks Cleo up up and up, like, about, like, hey, you can do this, you can be me, you're cute, you're cool, yada, yada, yada.
1: Yeah. And
0: cleo loses her pink streak of her hair
1: oh yeah you're like where'd her pink streak go and i'm like oh yeah that was definitely just a clip in that she puts in right there's no way it would just disappear either she cut it out of her hair or she just took out her clip in extension <laughs> yeah
0: oh um... she's so edgy then they go and drive to school. They have uh, Molly drive even though she's invisible because Cleo doesn't have a license.
1: Yeah, which, n- fair. Yep. I'd rather have the invisible person drive with their license than the person who doesn't know how to drive a car. Also, why wouldn't they put the top down? Or the top up, sorry. Why wouldn't they put the top it's up? It's a convertible the and they keep
0: the top down, which is really silly, so but whatever. Uh, the car yeah. stops for like just a stop sign or anything, and a grandma walks up and goes like, just confused faces at it, and he goes, "Oh, don't worry, my invisible sister is driving."
1: And then the car drives She's away. She's
0: driver, and grandma is just definitely concerned.
1: Yeah, the car drives away. The grandma's like, "What?" So, no, that was that was funny. I liked that.
0: Yeah. Um. Basically, from then on, they move to the school. Yeah. We're going into school, and they're actually going to start this whole heist of pretending identity thief or whatever yeah i think i said that very weirdly but Cleo's yeah it's gonna be molly and is in there and heaven because of that cleo first insults wizard of oz which you took offense to
1: she did insult wizard of oz but she was like dorothy like went there's a tornado and she went in a party dress that is not what happened in wizard of oz mm-hmm. she didn't like change clothes Into this cute party dress. Like that's just how Dorothy dressed. That little blue dress that she was wearing, that's just her clothes. What the hell, Cleo? She's so judgmental. Do you think people are like the book
0: was better for Wizard of Oz?
1: I've never read the book.
0: No, I've not either. But I know it was based on a book, but everyone thinks about it as a movie because it was a very pioneering movie. It was the first movie in color. Not true, but one of the first.
1: So it's like everyone thinks that it was when it wasn't. Yeah,
0: but it's not the first film to have color.
1: Okay. Probably first popular film to have one
0: color. Of the first. It's one of the first big ones. It's right around the era when it was getting color. That's why it's part of the film not in color.
1: Yeah. It's to show the drastic change. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but I I just started to think, like, I feel like Cleo would be one of the people where it's like, the book was better because that one Dorothy, like, knew a tornado was coming and just hit out from the tornado. I don't know. I don't know instead of saying a song about it
1: yeah anyway they're at school and everyone just believes that that's molly it's working but they have to change their story like molly i thought you were sick nope i'm fine but now cleo is sick yeah and at home like they had to totally flip around what they're doing
0: nikki doubts it but then ultimately buys it in and it's like you know the costume's hilarious mardi gras makes sense because we're in new orleans
1: Oh, yeah, they are New Orleans. Um, and Nikki is dressed up as Glinda.
0: Yep. are There's a lot of Wizard of Oz characters.
1: Yeah. A lot of them are kind of weird. I'm like, is that Wizard of Oz? I think the kind of just wacky outfits are going for a munchkin vibe.
0: Did you in school have kids dress up on Halloween?
1: Um no
0: i didn't either it's always a trope that i'm not mad about because it's fun seeing people in costumes yeah but people don't really do that
1: no and like in elementary school we would do a little parade with our costumes but we weren't allowed to wear them during the school day Mm. usually usually you bring them and then you change into them to do the parade around the school in your costume and then you change back out like i don't think we ever wore our costumes to school
0: yeah so regardless everyone buys enough that cleo is molly who goes in for a kiss and cleo's like no this is gonna start a whole arc where the Koog is feeling like he's getting rejected and ultimately broken up with by molly
1: yeah and
0: it's just a whole chain of sadness for him
1: yeah the whole time he's being like super nice and supportive and so is nikki like they're just good friends there's not like a mean person in this movie yeah which is a, again a refreshing take It's very refreshing
0: um that's kind of what this film is by one word for it it's just kind of refreshing compared to most decoms because it's still absolutely a decom under the decom formula of course like it fills one of the three plots that they have very fine this is the
1: person is more like me than i thought Yeah. yep yep. that's exactly what it is of like we didn't understand each other now we do yep uh but it's one where i feel like characters are actually decently well developed yeah that's rare that is rare decoms in general and everyone's nice i guess this is the og popular girls actually nice before spin came out yeah
0: maybe there's a decom we're not thinking of that does it before that like i wouldn't be surprised if team beach if I can't remember them. No, they're not really in high
1: school. No, Teen Beach Movie. So
0: we'll we'll figure out as we do this podcast. If someone else does, yeah. That. Also, George calls um cleo actual Clio, and Ma- yeah, it's hard to describe. Whatever he's, she's that. pretending
1: to be Molly. The only
0: thing I want to point out is George calls Molly hot. While well, looking at Cleo, yeah, he's I like, "You he look hot." Just kind of weird.
1: Yeah, he's like, "You he look hot," and Cleo's like, "Oh my god, like it's actually me." That but I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah. Also, why would you say that to your sister's friend? I get your at this sister.
0: point why they don't talk to people about her being invisible. But the further this movie goes along, I want to let you know that they're trying to keep the invisibility thing a secret for as long as possible, and that is just wrong.
1: Well, they think it's just going to wear out. Also, earlier, Molly when, did when freak When they think out. it's going to wear
0: out, yeah, I think you keep it invisible. I get that.
1: Yeah. But earlier, Molly, she tried to, she was calling someone when they first were back at their house, and Cleo's like, who are you going to call? And she's like, I don't know, I'm going to call for help, and like, and say what, that you're invisible? She's like, you're right, they're going to say I'm crazy. She actually had a number dialed in. It was like 555 something 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 something. Who is she <laughs> calling? The Koog. <Coug. laughs> Just has this number. Which I feel like
0: you can tell the Koog that you're invisible and you should trust him enough. He is your boyfriend, but I digress. I it's it's just something that happens in all these movies and it's annoying.
1: Well, she just has to like she has to be at her classes. So the plan is just to have Cleo go in her place so that hopefully by the time the lacrosse game happens, she's visible again and she'll be able to play. Yep. That's the plan right now. Which makes sense this movie for you know not making sense because it's invisibility that wouldn't happen for that premise it actually makes sense it
0: it follows its own logic very well yeah there are some times when i would disagree with that but it has its own explanations enough yeah it's not something to complain about but i'm still going to complain about yeah all right uh then it's time for the first class today it's geometry and we find out that molly like did bad on her tests.
1: Oh, you remember though? Right before they go, Cleo's like, "What's your first class of the day? Conformity one hundred and one, or like intro to conformity?" Mm-hmm. And Molly's like, "No, it's geometry." Like it was such a dig at Molly just for like having friends. Yeah,
0: it's like what you participate in society. How curious? Huh,
1: huh. Yes, yeah. you just like to conform.
0: Yeah, so Molly's bad at math, and Cleo's like, "Why didn't you ask me to help?" And she's like. You're not the most approachable. Also, go lead pep circle. That's what you do now.
1: Yeah. No, that was, it was a good, really good point from Molly. Of like, you're not really nice to me. You're not very approachable. I try to invite you to things and you're you said no you to no. pro yo. Yeah. So like, what? Now I'm supposed to ask you for help in my homework. Like, you probably make fun of me, is probably what she's thinking. So it's it's a nice little, you know, intro to like. Their sister problems that they're gonna solve.
0: Yep. And since it's the day before a big game. It is so, the day
1: of the big game. Yeah.
0: The day of the big game. They go and do Pep Circle.
1: For like a whole class period, yeah. I guess. They probably
0: took their study hall to do it.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they all have study hall at the same time. That's possible.
0: Um and Cleo as Molly has to lead it. And yeah. she does not know what it is because she didn't get any briefer or anything on it. Um, she's like, okay. What we do first is obviously, and then like tries to get the crowd to answer for her. It works pretty well. Yeah, no, She Nick, has to start cause... with a group hug, and she hates it.
1: Yeah, Nikki like takes charge pretty well, and she's like, Nikki, why don't you lead it? And Nikki's like, okay, like because Nikki's so sweet.
0: Yeah, and then they get to do the circle of trust with the bunny of truth, which is just here, hold this bunny, and say something emotionally true about yourself.
1: Yeah, and everyone will love you and support you
0: which is nice and refreshing and good and healthy
1: yeah they're such a nice team
0: yeah it's good um Cleo's like told to start first but she kind of gives it to Nikki to start first anyways and Nikki says two things of note number one she's talking about like women are strong and Molly you're a really good friend and I really appreciate and love you
1: yeah and And actual Molly hears it too
0: so it's really cute um and also weather apps are dumb and we don't want to know what weather is and people agree with both things which uh.
1: she's like i hate the person that invented weather apps what
0: (laughs) it's such a hot (laughs) take for people to be like
1: yeah yeah Yeah. she's like don't we want to just look out the window and be surprised what the weather is No, no i don't but if you do just don't have a weather app it's really easy to avoid them nikki if you'd wanna be surprised, you do you girl. But don't delete weather apps for everyone else that wants to be prepared. Like I want to know what kind of clothing I should wear that day. What? Is it gonna rain? I would like to know. Yeah.
0: So then it's actually Cleo's turn. She tries to be like, My dress chafes, that's my truth. But they're like, Not ask me an emotional truth.
1: Emotional truth, not a physical truth.
0: <laughs> so she gives a whole like I feel invisible speech where yeah. she's talking and it's obviously Cleo herself talking not pretending to be Molly coming up with an emotional truth and she's like I don't feel like how she envisions Molly feeling she doesn't yeah. feel seen she doesn't feel worthy of the center of attention of love admiration etc cetera, etc cetera. she's not the girl that everyone thinks she has a line in there because she's literally not Molly
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and everyone thinks she's Molly
1: So she's basically saying, like, as Molly, I have imposter syndrome. But as Cleo, she's saying, I don't feel like anyone ever pays attention to me.
0: And she says, that's my truth, which is also weirdly true.
1: (laughs) That's that's a weird line. Yeah.
0: Now I write that down because I'm like, that's kind of...
1: That's my truth, which is also true.
0: (laughs) She's like, man, I didn't expect myself to actually be right about this. Yeah. All right. And while this is happening, like... First, I mean, Molly heard all this, but then goes, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to steal a microscope. I didn't mention this, but they were like, we need a microscope to go study yourselves or something.
1: Yeah, because she's like, I thought I'd be better by now. And Cleo's like, OK, well, to do anything, I need to, like, do some science. So go get a microscope. Yep.
0: And then now it's the current study hall. I mean, it's just in a study hall. And there, that's the same time for everyone.
1: Interesting. In my school, my high school did that. Mine had, like... It was paired up with like lunch time. So while some people were eating lunch, other people were having their study hall and there were like three different sessions of it. At my high
0: school, we had what was called Spartan Hour because we were the Spartans.
1: Ours was called Saints Time because we're the Saints.
0: Um, where the, basically the second period on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday um, was an hour, hour long study hour. For everyone but that's where like sometimes clubs and stuff would be scheduled to yeah, do. yeah or
1: you could go during get that hour. you get help from a specific teacher yep. yeah that makes sense
0: so that's that's probably what this is and that's solving the issues that we had of like why do they all have their pep talks and everything scheduled the same yeah
1: because then george and what's his name the carter carter uh they're in the lab which is probably just where they want to spend their study hall time yep yeah
0: and well he was waiting there because he was like maybe cleo will show up because i asked her to come study over here with me
1: yeah and so molly is invisible trying to steal a microscope and she overhears george and carter talking he's me. a
0: scholar student
1: yeah he like did like wasn't it like a mayor scholar or something, something governor like that. yeah he's like he, george finds out that carter's actually like super smart
0: which i think he already kind of knew
1: But not to the extent of like, oh, shit, you were you actually did some high depth like research, Mm -hmm. which is cool.
0: Yeah. So Carter's like, man, I really want to get with her. But she's like hard to get. And I don't know how she feels about me. And George is like, she kind of has a crush on you, but she's being weird.
1: Yeah, that's just how Cleo is. She's just weird. And Molly is like freaking out. Molly
0: is so invested in this, but also holding a microscope. So she's like well, I gotta, like, just pretend that it's sitting here and goes through all those antics. And then eventually she just runs through the hallway holding the microscope and no one notices. People almost notice, but don't. Which, I feel like that's weird, but okay. Yeah. I feel like someone should have noticed.
1: It was just a gag of, like, oh, look, she's invisible trying to carry stuff around, Haha. ha.
0: I'll say the visual effects for, like, objects floating around are pretty good. They
1: honestly are. I was pretty impressed with this I'm guessing it's effects. just, like,
0: a full body green suit. Green screen suit.
1: I think they CGI'd the microscope. And when she was wearing slippers. They definitely
0: CGI'd the lacrosse ball when they showed that. Yeah,
1: they definitely CGI'd that. They definitely CGI'd when she was wearing slippers, like in the morning, yeah. you know, those were definitely CGI'd. Absolutely. So I think they just CGI'd a microscope flying around. I yeah. don't think it was a green. But regardless,
0: sculpture. it looks pretty good. It does. Um. Yeah. Then we get uh, cut back into the end of Pep Circle. Where Cleo gets pulled out by Invisible Molly. They're doing a whole massage line. Yeah. And she's really enjoying she it. She is
1: enjoying it. She's like, this she doesn't is have awesome. to massage
0: anyone because she's in the front.
1: She's the captain. So they're like, Molly, you go to the front. So Who's I do in the, the, the back? back. Oh, that's so uh, I, I honestly would volunteer to be in the back because I, I hate I don't like massages. shoulder
0: massages. I
1: hate them. And we have to we used to have to do them in choir. Like we would just line up, you know, as a mm-hmm. part of our warm-up. And I hated it. But I was too like socially anxious to say I don't want to be a part of it. So I would just deal with the pain. But some girls were so rough with it because they don't know how to massage. They're just like, oh, I'm sure you want me to go like really hard and deep because a lot of people like that. And I don't. I hate it. It hurts. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So that was the end of the pep circle. Basically, Cleo and Molly talk, and she's like, oh, my God, her likes you. And Cleo goes, impossible, basically. Yeah. No chance a boy like him could like a girl like me. As if she hasn't heard Skater Boy or anything. What? She was a girl. He was a boy. So? Can I make it any more obvious? But they're
1: both skater people.
0: Yeah, they're both nerds.
1: Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. High school musical logic, they're in the same click. She just doesn't realize it because he was already at the end of high school musical. Where you can have multiple cliques.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has developed past high school musical and she is still in high school musical like
1: one first half. <laughs> Stick to the status quo. Yeah. And he's in we're all in this together. Yeah. And also we learn later he plays soccer, so that's his sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that, and then Molly's like, You know what? You go to my next class, and I'm gonna secretly go set you up on a date.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so she sees Coog. The Coog is running to the bathroom, yelling out. He's like, Meatball emergency. He's like, He's either constipated or he's just about to explode because he ate. I'm guessing about to explode. Yeah, I think because he probably was constipated because there's a lot of meat. But we don't need to talk about what poop issues he he has. He has
0: poop poop issues. (laughs) It's a poop joke. He takes off all of his costume. He leaves
1: it outside of the stall, the bathroom stall.
0: Which also, the stall is extremely disgusting. I think it's it's supposed to be a joke that men are disgusting, but like. No, that's that is so bad.
1: At first I thought it was like paper
0: towels everywhere. At
1: first I thought it was like Halloween decorations, but no, I think it's just supposed to be nasty. Yep. There's like water on the floor. It's bad. Everywhere. It's really bad. Where are the custodians? Like what? But he leaves the bathroom or he leaves the bear costume outside of his stall and he's like, bros, watch my bear costume. Why didn't you just have it in the stall with you? There's not a lot
0: of room in the stall, I guess. But it's yeah. still dumb.
1: Under his bear costume, he had a T-shirt and then just like his boxers, which is fine. Why wouldn't he wear shorts?
0: Well, it's probably too warm in the costume.
1: And still, sometimes you end up without your costume on because you take it off to poop, and then you have to run around in your boxers. So,
0: so Molly goes into the boys' bathroom, gets disgusted because it's disgusting in there, and sees the uh, costume. and It's like score, and then. <laughs> Steals it, and the coup was like, wait, who said that? Is that a chick? And like, no. She it's goes, no. I'm no. just like, okay. So coup buys Molly being a dude. Because
1: it's, it's the Coog. Yeah. Yeah, he's
0: not bright. So she puts on the costume, and we later learn that it doesn't go that invisible because... It's thick. It's thick, although it will slowly go invisible still.
1: Yeah, so she goes back to the lab where Carter and George are.
0: Wearing the costume, pretends to be Cleo. Yeah. So we have a moment where both sisters are pretending to be each other actively.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Tasa Carter insults George to get his suspicions off because George is immediately suspicious yeah, about this activity.
1: He's like, Why are you being nice? And she's like, George, I hate your pants. And he's like, Oh, yep, it is you. That you were sick. It's like, oh, I'm better now. I'm in a bear costume. And she's like, Carter, we should totally hang out sometime. And Carter's just like, really?
0: Yeah, let's go to Romp at the swamp. See you there tonight.
1: Yeah. And then and she has to run away because she's turning invisible. Yep.
0: And that's it. So now Carter believes they're gonna go on a date.
1: Yeah, and he's really excited about it. Because he's just genuinely into her. Like Carter's a good guy.
0: So after that, Cleo and Molly once again run into each other. And they go into like some office that's unattended or I don't know what it is exactly, but they just start talking about it. So he was like, what? You set me up on a date? No. But George walks into the office and notices them like changing out of the bear costume. And then the gig's up. They tell George, hey, my sister's
1: invisible. Yeah, well he sees like a bear without a head? What? And then uh, Cleo's like, george it's me it's cleo he goes no you're molly and she goes nope it's me it's cleo molly is invisible and he's like no what and molly goes yep it's me <laughs> like, they just kind of have this moment of george having to realize what's going on and obviously he believes it because she is invisible so mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah all that to say now george knows and for the rest of the movie he's just part of the gang trying to solve the issue which again there's no real consequences in telling a couple people.
1: No, not because now George is helping. Yep. And then doesn't the Koo come by? And he's like, Where's by. my bear costume?
0: He wants to fight his bear costume. He forgets George's name again.
1: Again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Poor George.
1: And Cleo avoids him more, right? As Molly.
0: Yep. Yeah. And feels bad again. Poor Koo.
1: Poor Kook is running. And now around he's running his around in
0: boxers. He, he does find his bear costume later because they just set it out in the hallway.
1: Yeah, they have like a two second scene to show, like, okay, don't worry, the Kook got his bear costume back. Like Molly just left it in the hallway for him. Yeah. So he he's not naked anymore.
0: But now they're just walking out and I guess it's the end of the school day.
1: Yeah, because Cleo's like, let's go home. Yep. And Molly's like, nope, it's lacrosse time.
0: Yeah. But first, the science teacher comes out and talks yeah. to Cleo pretending to be Molly, and it's like, hey, you're Cleo's sister, right? And she goes, yep. And it's like, hey, I want to make sure Cleo's okay. I was being pretty rude about the it's worth half her grade thing. That's pretty ridiculous. And I feel bad about that. I don't want that to be the reason she's staying home. Uh, she's really smart, but also she needs to push herself. And that's what I was trying to do. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's like, she's the best student I have, like that I've ever had. Like,
0: and I think this is where they should have told the teacher. You're right. Give me me a reason they should.
1: Because it, I mean, it's the H2O syndrome of we don't want to be experimented on. But at
0: this point, they think it's reversible. They do. And they want it to to be reversed. They want to be studied on. It's not like an H2O, The Mermaid Show, where they don't want to be studied on. They are actively doing studies to try and reverse this. Get someone who's smarter than you, or at least has resources to people smarter than you be able to be like okay we're gonna do yeah no they should
1: have but they don't they don't um but anyway this is like the you know start of the redemption for the teacher i did like that he said like is she okay yeah because i noticed that she wasn't in school and i want to make sure it wasn't because of me he's like i was giving her some tough love Mm -hmm. which like i I kind of get where it's like you have this, this bright student who's not pushing herself but also, she's doing all of the requirements of the yeah, class. Yeah,
0: but it's trying to be an above and beyond teacher, which is fine. It's not something I'm going to complain about. I I, like I'm going to complain method. about they should have told him about the issue.
1: Yeah, I'm complaining that he should have gone a different direction of his tough love. But I think he learns that. Yep. So.
0: Um. So, yeah, now it's time to go play lacrosse. So they start off and... Cleo wants to go home and study everything, but it's lacrosse time, so she's got to go pretend to play lacrosse.
1: Yeah, because Molly's like the college scouts are here. This is my one chance. Yep. I wonder if she's a senior.
0: I I think so.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe a junior.
1: Well, then she would have another chance if she was a junior.
0: Why? Well, a lot of times you—it's eh, probably senior. I don't know how the recruiting Although schedules I guess You kind of want to.
1: You do. Yeah, you do want to get your college in the fall. Actually, yeah. But if she was a junior, she'd have another year. She, she
0: also can drive, so I don't know the.
1: She could be a junior yeah. and drive. Whatever. Not that important No, to it's not out. really important. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, oh. she's like, the college scouts are here. They need to see me play lacrosse. Honestly, though, if you're putting your sister and she's never played lacrosse before, yeah, it's going to make you
0: look bad. So yeah. I don't really get this
1: plan. Would you rather look bad or not be there at all?
0: Um. Yeah. I, I think I'd rather not be there at all. I think so too. Falling in sick. Yeah. But I and guess this is the that, one time the college scouts are here, so I don't
1: know. Hope that the college scouts come back sometime. We find out
0: know. the team is the Fighting Owls, which mm-hmm. is an interesting mascot.
1: It's it's pretty fun.
0: Um, She reveals that she drinks ginger fizz every day before the game because she's so nervous she could die before.
1: Yeah, because she, she loves like,
0: being on a part of a team.
1: She was like, why do you do this? And Molly's like, it's hard. Like, I get super nervous, but I love being on my team. And From what we've seen, yeah, her team is awesome. Like they're so nice to each other.
0: And she's like, okay, I'm gonna run around and guide you and tell you everything you should do. We're gonna make this work. Also, if you've never seen people play lacrosse with the headgear is just basically an eye mask, which is graded eyes. So before the mask that they had before was also just an eye mask. Yeah. But it was one that covered a decent amount of the face. This one, you can see her entire face. I don't get how she doesn't
1: get called out on this They also just have like, they're different heights or different builds. Like, you know, they have different bodies, which is just just because they're people. They're very clearly different. And everyone buys that that's freaking Molly and it's kind of dumb, but we just kind of have to believe it ourselves. Yeah,
0: we're just doing a hard time of doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um... So then we get to find out that what Cleo's bad at lacrosse.
1: Yeah, because she's never played before.
0: Yeah, so she, she gets like decked immediately. She runs the wrong way. She gets decked, and she just stays on the ground for minutes after. The <laughs> like college scouts are immediately like, "Oh, she can't go to our college."
1: She's just like laying on the ground, and like, "Yo, is she okay?" <laughs>
0: A trope that I love in like high school sports movies where they show the college scouts is any play happens, and the college scouts have to react, and they either go. Or, 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 and just negatively scribble or they go mm, and they just are like oh interesting right right yeah. right yeah in this body and they these scouts definitely do that also everyone that of the seven characters who have speaking lines in this movie all of them talk about stuff like they're all cheering for her in the sands all yeah all george
1: there. and carter and the Koog are We're all cheering there. on nikki's part of the team the girls I are think playing the
0: teachers there too i might be wrong about that
1: i don't know maybe That's well basically right those are
0: the seven people that talk
1: <laughs> yeah so then molly's like damn you kind of suck at this wait i have an idea
0: <laughs> yeah we need to win this game otherwise i can't go to college
1: which you had a point where it's like, they don't need a win.
0: No, it's literally just individual performance. Yeah, so you just have to make,
1: college. you just have to make Cleo look good. It doesn't matter if you win, like, yeah, that helps. But as long as, like, your individual performance is really good. If you're the top scorer on the team that lost, you're still the top scorer, you know?
0: All right, so now we're getting into, when we were talking about this movie, basically there were two things that we remembered from it. Number one was the Koo yeah. because he is an ultimate himbo. Love him. And number 2 is them cheating at lacrosse and that's this next scene.
1: It's so funny. Basically,
0: they use the fact that Molly is actually invisible completely to their advantage. She just runs around and tackles random people yeah. that are in Cleo's way so Cleo can just run up and get a goal.
1: Yeah, so she like helps Cleo throw sometimes to give her some more power and then she goes and like close lines people which they don't see coming because she's invisible mm-hmm. that's terrifying as a player. he not would they not be like what the fuck is happening also to i us? don't think
0: i think the college scouts would be like man the team that they're playing is sucks
1: but the announcer and everybody is just like oh my god molly's so good look but at it doesn't her make sense. it doesn't make sense people are just falling over that doesn't make you a better player mm-hmm. just because people are randomly falling over next to you
0: yeah um, everyone is just okay with the freak occurrence of everyone falling over, but whatever, it's pretty funny.
1: It's really funny.
0: Yeah, to watch. She, there's following. like she shoots a ball on the ground and it's just rolling up to the goalie. And the goalie's just ready to go grab it as it comes, and she just punches the goalie over.
1: Yeah, it. and then the ball slowly rolls in. Everyone's like, "Hell yeah! What
0: an amazing goal!" Yeah, it's really dumb. And then we get to like a timeout, and it's a tie game, and somehow oh, it's halftime. Is it yeah. halftime? I feel like it was later into the game than halftime. I
1: think it was halftime cuz then she's like, "I can't do this anymore." Yeah. Like, I can't feel my legs. And Molly's like, "I do this all the time. Like, you have to do it for me, please."
0: What I want to talk about is something else though. Oh, uh, it's George going onto the field to talk to Nikki? Yeah. Which he was in I the stands it's earlier.
1: It's halftime. That's why I think. Like, He's like,
0: "I can use science to help you do good at lacrosse." Is it before or after the point?
1: That might have been at the end of the game. No, this is definitely to, before. It is. Okay. It's definitely
0: before. That's when I've written it. I, I don't know if this is before or after the fact that George gets told by Molly to like just be himself. Oh, that Mickey. it's
1: definitely after because it's when that he I think he discovers that she's invincible and he's starting to help. Yeah, he's like. Like, yeah, I just want Nikki to talk to me. And Molly's like, oh my god, you have a crush on Nikki? That's, That's so, so awesome. Cute. That's so cute. She's so sweet. Just be yourself. <laughs> and like she'll she'll pick up what you're putting down if you just be yourself, you know? Cause she's you know so what I'm nice. <laughs> yeah. So no. Molly's just trying to set everybody up. Yeah.
0: She's Molly's cool.
1: She's yeah, she's great.
0: Molly's great.
1: So then Cleo has to give like the halftime. Or she, well, she doesn't have to, I guess. She just kind of chooses to.
0: Yeah, she's going and giving the talk, and it's extremely generic.
1: Yeah, she's like, guys, I know this is really hard. Like, I can't feel my legs, but we can do this. So let's do it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah, Smalley, you're the best.
0: And then they keep playing, and they keep cheating. And then it's, like, near the end of the game, and... For some reason Molly isn't close enough to go deck everyone in the way, but apparently Cleo's just good at lacrosse and he wins anyway. She does
1: like a bunch of spin moves because she is like, Cleo, it's all you now. Which how does no one hear her? She
0: makes a shot and we see everyone in the cast like make a gasp face as we they watch it go into the net.
1: Yeah, and they win.
0: The owls win. Huge. And Molly's like, yeah, let's go. Tries to high-five people, but no one high-fives her because she's, she's invisible. invisible.
1: Yeah, and she, you can see, and this is very like real, I'm glad they put this in that. Like, Cleo starts getting all the recognition, you know? They're like Molly, Molly, and Molly just is kind of sad because yeah. she didn't get to play her big game. She's not getting recognition for tackling all, all the yeah, people, right? And she's like, you know, you tell it's starting the toll on her. Like, if I'm invisible forever, this is really gonna suck. Yep. So it was a good moment.
0: So now they go back home and they're like, okay, let's actually figure out this invisible. Loop. The ends of the-
2: <laughs>
0: let's figure out the invisibility issue yeah and they're like oh the sugar solution is being absorbed well guess that means that once you fully digest them off you're invisible forever
1: because it was actually george who was using the knowledge that carter gave him because mm-hmm. george was like why do my guinea pigs fart and um carter was like it's because they're not like digesting it properly so it comes out as gas and so he helps like work it out with Cleo, of like, oh, it wasn't digesting properly or something. It's just like kind of becoming part of her system. I think that was like yeah. basically what happened. So basically, she's not burning through it, she's not digesting it properly. Um, so she's going to be like that forever. But it takes 24 hours for someone to fully digest something, so that's how long they have because they're like, When did you drink it? And she's like, It was midnight, so like, okay, we have until midnight to figure it out. And they
0: take this just. 24 hours language as extreme literal when you know that's not how human bodies work we don't go oh my body is going to digest this in exactly 24 hours from me yeah
1: like to the second well so that's
0: like this what the stakes feel like yeah. they are for the, of rest course, of the movie of
1: course of course it's meant that's a
0: big trend in movies and i it's always funny to me cuz it's just not how it's life works yeah it would be as risky for her to take like 20 minutes before or after. Yes.
1: Basically, they're like, we need an anecdote. But she's like, how do we make an anecdote if I don't even have the original substance anymore? Because it fell over. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, let's just make the original substance again.
0: Yep. So you, uh, George, go set up the lab at the school because we need a lab to do this, even though I made it at my house before.
1: Well, I think... I don't remember why they couldn't do it at our house anymore. Were they just out of the equipment? Yeah, no, I don't
0: know. Regardless, it's fine. Yeah. Um, And then the girls are going to go get a moth.
1: Yeah, they needed them moth to, like, basically recreate the experiment exactly how they did it.
0: George goes, like, go owls. And then everyone's like, not the time. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. then they go to the cemetery. Because Cleo's like, I know where we can get a moth. The cemetery. It's the darkest place,
0: even though it seems really lit up.
1: It is really lit up, but it's just because in the movie you want to be able to see them.
0: Yeah. And they also say like we have the brightest light and it's a really dim lantern. It feels pretty silly, but whatever. Yeah. And Molly's like, Come here, moth, come here, moth. And then ultimately she gets like to be physically seen for a little bit.
1: Yeah, because of the mist.
0: The mist of the moon like formalized around her. So at least if she's invisible forever, that will happen.
1: Yeah, and she's like, am I getting better? And Cleo's like, no, it's just the mist kind of forming around you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There, she's starting to realize, oh, I might be invisible forever. That's, like, really scary.
1: Yeah, but Cleo's like, it's okay, we're going to figure it out.
0: Which, too confident in this. This Actually, is also yeah. where you should go and, like, find someone to contact and get help.
1: This is the same problem that the poof point had. Oh,
0: it's a problem all of these movies have. When kids try and solve an issue bigger than themselves by themselves.
1: And they're not freaking out enough about it. Yep. Yeah.
0: At least this movie has some freak out. I feel like Poof Point had basically none.
1: Yeah, no, Poof Point really should have been more severe. This one is a little more understandable. Because it's like, they're not going to... She's not going to die either. She'll just be invisible. even if they don't
0: figure out, maybe they can find a different solution to figure it out. Yeah. It's just... It's going to be worse if they don't figure it out now. Yeah. Yeah. So... I get that.
1: So then they see a moth.
0: Yep, it's super high up, and they're trying to chase it around, and it's near a tree, so invisible Molly goes and climbs a tree and swings around the bug catcher, and falls in the mud and splashes all over Cleo. Goop. This is a goop moment. It is definitely goop. It is... I can't count Um, the boys bathroom being super disgusting because that's not a goop moment it, nothing
1: splashed on her no
0: so but that was a disgusting moment and i think this is the only goop moment it is they both get covered in goop which allows you to see um molly for a little bit just a
1: little. just a little
0: bit so she could always just goop herself if she wanted
1: yeah what if you just goop yourself does the goop turn invisible eventually also like the clothes do probably damn i feel like that's that's an easier rep-
0: replication though
1: yeah later they used flower and i think the flower on her turned invisible because that's when she comes back spoiler alert she's not invisible forever But when she comes back visible she has flower on her mm-hmm. but you couldn't see her before so i think she kind of throws the flower up later so you can kind of see her figure but then the flower on her skin turns invisible so, so I, I think, think that mud would do where yeah. it's just
0: like she's still messy it's just not how it got turned into which is really spread. weird
1: really weird science magic whatever that happens but yeah. that's just the lore and at least they're consistent
0: yep it's better to be consistent in weird logic than inconsistent in normal logic yeah yeah um and then they start having a fight
1: a minor fight it's more like molly is just so frustrated and is like this isn't even gonna work like yeah. how do you know this is gonna work like I'm if I'm have to t- deal with this in turn visible forever, I'd rather deal with it alone. Yep. And you of all people should understand that, Cleo. Yeah. Just
0: leaves Clio being sad in a cemetery. Yeah. Which I guess is a normal place to be sad, but not for this reason.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not easy being your sister, but I am <laughs> like I'm so sorry how hard it is to be your sister. Yeah. Basically this is just Cleo saying being me is not easy and I'm sad about it. How is this
1: her like big emotional yeah. speech? Basically
0: we get back to back scenes from here on out where it's just Cleo being like I'm sad and I think you're amazing. Yeah. And then after that it's Molly saying I'm sad and I think you're amazing. Yeah, and this just-
1: when she has her big break and she's like I never realized what it was like being you. And, like, I realize that I'm getting my own way.
0: Yeah. It's like, you're. hey, you're the light. Everyone's drawn to you. And I always, I always wanted, wanted to be, be the like light. But since I wasn't, I took it out on you. Yeah,
1: I really like when she says, like, um I decided to like kind of just say no to everything and push
0: everyone, and push everyone away, and away.
1: And it was easier to blame you for it to then deal with my inner demons. Mm-hmm. So I blamed you for it. I blamed your popularity on me not being able to put myself out there. And she realizes that that's wrong. She's realizing
0: that she's internally blaming her own issues on her sister. And that's yeah. bad. And that's a good thing. No, she's like crying, saying, I should have gone for Froyo. And I find it interesting that she's still framing this all as. She's talking to um uh, Molly. Well, she well, doesn't Molly, know, if she doesn't know there. If Molly's there.
1: No, she's just like Molly. Are you there? And then she kind of just starts be pretty talking. Sad if
0: Molly wasn't. Here. Yeah,
1: like she doesn't even really think that Molly is there. She's just kind of letting it all out yeah. and finally opening up. And I think when we watch this, someone made fun of the line, like "I should have got to throw you." I actually like that yeah. line because it's like. Like, I, sh- it's her saying, I should put myself out there. I should give people were, a chance. You were
0: opening the door to me. Yeah, I and, kept closing. And, like,
1: that's just the most recent example. i just like, I should have gone. Yep. And I regret not going. I regret not putting myself out there more. And then Molly reveals that she's there. And she has the moth in the jar. Yeah. So, like, was she hiding?
0: But, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's easy to hide when you're invisible.
1: Well, she has the jar. So she just kind of, like, hide the jar for a bit and let... Cleo get it all out and then showed up with the jar.
0: <laughs> and she found a moth.
1: Yeah, yeah she's like, the moth never saw me coming. You
0: never saw me coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now they're going to go onto a tram to go home. It's now almost nine. This is where Molly goes, basically saying the inverse of what the speech was. Which, yeah. yeah. First off, then we have the grandma who saw them in the car. She sees Cleo again and goes, talking, talking to herself. <laughs> And she just runs off the tram.
1: Yeah, she like waves at her. It's really funny. Yeah.
0: Molly apologizes to Cleo for making her feel that way and says that she's so jealous of her being a genius when she feels like she struggles in a lot of these things. She gets 100% with her eyes closed, which we joked about how that's actually true because we saw her sleeping in class and received 100. Yeah. So
1: literally. Happened. Yeah.
0: And Molly's like, I don't have any skills that matter in life, which is oof. Yeah.
1: But then I think Cleo's like, no, like you're really smart like you socially. Have,
0: you have you make people happy, you make people want to be better. It's basically a good emotional intelligence conversation.
1: Yeah. So it's like Cleo is book smart and I don't want to say like Molly's street smart. She's just like no. she has very good social awareness and it's, like it's EIQ. Yeah. She's just emotional really good at making it. Intelligence is fun.
0: very important. Yeah. And Molly absolutely has it. So
1: they just like need to combine forces and like learn from each other.
0: So yeah, they run home quickly, unnoted, to go change clothes.
1: Yeah, because I like I notice because it cuts to the next scene where they're at the school and they're in different clothes, and I'm like, did they really just voice over that they changed clothes? And they did. They're like, yeah, we have have enough time to go home. Which no, they don't. No, they don't. They're like, we have to get back to the school right now. Hopefully, George. Has been setting up the lab and then they get to the school and George is hiding outside. So he's just probably
0: just been hiding outside the, the entire time.
1: time. They're like, oh, we should have enough time because George is going to set up the lab for us. He literally doesn't. He literally is like, oh, I can't get in because the security guard is there.
0: Yep. Um, so Molly goes, oh, I can do deal with this. Sneaks into the building because they got the guard to open by main oh yeah she like knocks right yep
1: and then he can't see her and then
0: she does a bunch of spooky ghost things she pushes a car and makes it roll around she makes a basketball dribble scarily and bounce down the stairs i also like that when the basketball was bouncing it did a piano note every single time it bounced oh yeah yeah it was kind of funny she picks up a can of paint which is just laying there And they could be paying something.
1: But why would they just leave it there? It's like after hours. And it's purple, which is fun.
0: They paint the word boo around and then says boo. Yeah. And the security guard runs away. I thought
1: thought she was going to have it say run. Too creepy. Too creepy. So just says boo. And then he leaves. Yeah. No, it's pretty, pretty spooky.
0: Yep. And so they get into the lab and really quickly they get the moth invisible again like it's super easy to make things invisible apparently well
1: she remembers what she did for the most part they just have to figure out what exactly got dumped in there but she can narrow it down because she knows the substance that she had so yeah they they get the moth invisible and they were like okay now we need what do they do next they're Uh, like we need well they're like
0: (laughs) yeah they're like wow okay so all we have to do is do the inverse of this Unfortunately, we have to solve organic chemistry. Oh
1: right, they have to make the anecdote. And
0: man, there's only one person in the world that can do that.
1: Well, that they can get to on short notice. Yeah. Not the teacher, Carter. Carter.
0: <laughs> they're like, man, we need someone who's like a governor scholar in organic chemistry, and we're just like,
1: oh my god,
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carter. And they're like, well, we won't know where he is, and Molly's like. Ooh i set up a date with him for you
1: yeah he's literally at the dance right now he's volunteering there because that's he said earlier he was gonna volunteer yeah so yeah
0: so they got to go to the romp at the swamp
1: it's a fun name
0: yeah so first off cleo's like i don't want to go because then he'll know that i like him like he's still on this come on and everyone's like shut up
1: Shut up, especially your
0: sister's in the invisible forever if you don't do this.
1: Yeah, so they go and they're trying to find Carter, and they go in the haunted house and they keep going, have you seen Carter anywhere? And they just keep shaking their heads. Yeah.
0: It's a pretty nice looking haunted house. Um, but actually, before that, they meet up with the coup. And this is where the coup ultimately learns that Molly's invisible. And Koo's just really scared that. Molly's dumping. Yeah,
1: so he sees Cleo, and he's like, "Cleo, where's Molly?" And she's like, "Oh, she's like, she's sick. Like, you know, she's trying to kind of get him off her case." And he's like, "Just tell me now, is Molly breaking up with me? Because she's been avoiding I me can all learn day." To let her
0: be happy. Yeah, he's
1: like, I'm- "I just, I just want her to be happy. And if it's not with me, then that's okay." And it's like, it's so sweet. He's just
0: bawling and is awesome
1: yeah and this is where you you know you check the final box yes he for sure respects women because he's like if she wants to bring up with me it's okay as long as she's happy
0: mm-hmm.
1: like oh the coob
0: but molly says hey i'm right here i'm just invisible and who goes oh like you can't be hurt
1: <laughs> he's so dumb it's not she goes, invincible. No, that's invincible i'm invisible like i can't be seen and he's like this is what? very
0: confusing
1: He's like, so easy. And then she like picks him up in like a bear hug, you know, and like lifts him off the ground. He goes, oh, See you. So like they do that all the and time. And then they would get his help to be able to get Carter. Carter. Yeah. So it's it's a really sweet moment. Especially because they don't really focus on Molly and Coon's relationship that much, just that he is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So it's sweet seeing them like affectionate towards each other, you know?
0: Yep. So then they go to the haunted house, and George and Coog are going together and trying to find Carter. And they, yeah, no one has seen it, but Nikki and George basically get together, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Nikki's like, "Where's Molly? I haven't seen her," and he's like, "I haven't seen her too."
1: Yeah, he's like, "That wording is confusing." <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. But they talk about it. George's like, "This party's actually pretty cool."
1: Yeah, and you're just, doing a great job. They,
0: they flirt really hard with each other. And yeah. Then they basically set him off.
1: Yeah, because Nikki is like stressed because she's basically planning the whole thing. And she's like, this is wrong and this is wrong. And he's like, no. This party this is, part is, awesome. is incredible. Like, you're doing a really great job. And it's just so, it's really sweet. And he's like, do you want to like hang out sometime? And she's like, yeah, I would love that. So it's cute. Yeah. He's just, he learned to be himself. Mm <laughs> hmm. And be nice and she's nice back, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. And then um Cleo finds Carter. Yes. So Cleo's the one
0: to find Carter. He's dressed up as a pot of honey because he yeah. thought it was gonna be a couples costume, because she she Molly invited Carter, pretending to be Cleo, dressed in a bear costume. Yeah. So he thought she was going as a bear, but now she's just out of costume. He's like, Well, this is kinda dull.
1: And he was like kind of mad at first. <laughs> He's kind of mad at first. He's like, where have you been? Like, He, has, you,
0: he is rightfully mad. Yeah, he's like, he's like you, you ditched been, me. You've been leading me on, but also like so weird about how you Yeah, you, you, you like him. pushed
1: me away and then you invited me out and then you don't even show up. And now you show up, but you're not in costume. And they kind of like mend fences. Like Cleo's like, I'm sorry. Like the truth is. I like you. I just didn't think you would ever like Basically me. Basically says,
0: I have low self-confidence. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that all makes
1: sense. Yeah. And then and he explains, he's like, I showed up in this honey costume. I spent and... all
0: night making it.
1: Yeah. Because I thought you were going to be a bear. And now I feel so dumb. And she's like, what do you mean, honey? And he's like, because bears and honey go together. I saw it right away. I'm like, oh, my God, he's honey. Because to match her, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's such a sweet little boy. Yeah yeah you
0: know. and cleo's like okay we're actually gonna be r- real a couple we're gonna try yeah, this out like, let's go but out. also help me fix my sister <laughs> and he's like what's wrong with her he goes you should not see for yourself
1: yeah i'll come not see for yourself so they go into like a barn which i think he says like a one line of like aren't we not allowed in there just to let you know like no one else is gonna be in yeah. the barn so they go into the barn and they're like, okay, this is what's happening, Carter. She's invisible. Help us with this organic chemistry. Yeah, and they put a
0: like blanket on her to show that she's invisible. He
1: faints. <laughs> blanket on her and she goes, hi, Carter. <laughs> it's really funny, actually. Because, yeah, you just have to prove that someone's invisible.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: But then he's like, this is really complex chemistry, but I think I can do it.
0: It's only only 45 minutes. so I sure hope so. Yeah, till
1: midnight. Because remember, that's exactly when she'll be there.
0: And if they get it seconds later, it will be too late. Yep. Yeah.
1: So he does it. And then they realize that they need to like redo the experiment, but they can't go back to the lab because there's no time. So it must not be at the school, the party. It's some other property. I don't know. So they're like, let's just get some supplies around the party, and they, like, steal shit from yep. people. They take
0: the funnel on top of the tin man's head. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they take, like, pipes from the organ.
0: Yeah. Let's just go mm-hmm. get stuff. Also, let's make some steam and do some stuff, and they're all working so hard.
1: Yeah, so they realize that, like, originally it was the steam that turned them off, so they need to get the steam of the anecdote, and then convert it back into a liquid and then she drinks it and it'll work yep
0: and now there's like 20 seconds left the teacher is trying to stop them and she's getting drip by drip the drink, the hope reverses yeah and like the clock starts to strike midnight and we know on the last ding that is going to be yeah midnight
1: but then molly goes no cleo i have to do something for you first and then she lets the teacher in
0: the teacher who's trying to st- like figure out what the hell's going on no, because he's
1: been uh supervising the party yeah yeah um and she's like no he has to see this so that you get a good grade or something um she lets him in and then like tosses the flower in the air to show that she's invincible but she's still there mm-hmm. and the teacher's like what the fuck and molly's like yes she made me invisible for her science project and you had to see it because she's so incredible
0: and then the clock ends at midnight and everyone's like well guess she's invisible forever
1: well she drinks it
0: and nothing happens
1: nothing happens they're like no she's invisible forever and cleo's like molly what the fuck why would you do that you missed your opportunity And she's like, I've had to.
0: And the coup gets sad. It's like, I'll never see your beautiful face again, but we can still have a happy life together. I have half invisible kids.
1: Just immediately he is accepting of her mm. being invisible. Well. It's so sweet. I love the coup.
0: And then Car brings up a good point where just like, hey, your estimate was like really conservative how long it takes to digest something. Um, My
1: God, I hated that part. She's like, your calculations were conservative. I'm like, I'm sorry. No, they weren't. She <laughs> drank this bug, the moth, before midnight. Yeah.
0: You no, know, what we're saying is like if we're being actual to the strict 24 hour time limit, it should have not have been work no matter when they did it. Cause she drank it at like eleven fifty nine thirty at the earliest.
1: Yeah. But okay, but Carter is saying what we've been saying the whole time is that's not how the body works. Yeah. She should have a little bit more time than 24 hours. So they're like, you're right. And then and they realize that when she drank it originally, she had the ginger fizz.
0: Yep. And so they need that variable back, which you feel know, like you need it in reverse, but whatever. Maybe that's not how science works. Well, now
1: it's complaining too. Like, why do they need to make it into a mist just to make it back into a liquid?
0: That does chemical properties. That does. It does change it. So they're
1: like, let's just do it exactly how it was done before. And they're like, crap, we need the ginger fizz. Molly, do you have any ginger fizz on you?
0: Never leave home without it.
1: Oh my God, Molly. This is really the time to be carrying around your ginger fizz, which they say they went home and they changed their clothes. Is that when she grabbed her fucking ginger fizz? She's like, I'm going to need to settle my stomach later. I mean, she might. It's a
0: pretty nervous situation
1: yeah so they do it again they get more of the anecdote like and she starts
0: to phase back into existence and she no longer fits the title of the movie she's, she's not invisible she's
1: a visible sister
0: <laughs> visible sister coming soon to a decon oh, that's, near you. that's
1: the sequel is visible sister it's just a normal yep. plot
0: and they go nice to see you again
1: and they hung, and it's cute. And they fixed her, hooray! Yep. And now
0: it's the epilogue, the resolution. She's
1: like very dramatic, and like you know, they have like the kind of sl- almost slow motion stuff happening with the music and the dramatic voiceover. It's like an interesting t- style choice to end the movie, yeah. Um. Oh, the teacher was like, do you want to like present your findings? To, yeah, like- I wrote down
0: Coog needs to blow off steam and I'm trying to figure out what I meant by that.
1: Coog needs to blow off steam. Was he like too excited that she was back? Or I
0: don't know. Is it literally the steam that was all in the room? I don't know. I don't know. If someone remembers what that means, I don't want to rewatch the movie to figure it out
1: yeah um Um, yeah but the teacher's like this is incredible scientific discovery which it fucking is
0: nikki still doesn't know what's going on it's like hey molly where's your costume
1: oh yeah but they just kind of leave it at that yeah
0: yeah um the teacher invites her uh cleo to present her findings at like a new orleans scientific conference yeah i feel like the military is really gonna want access to this just saying they let the yeah. moth go, which is pretty dumb in my opinion, because I can totally make someone invisible.
1: They can just make another moth invisible. They know the yeah. experiment now. But, like,
0: they should just keep the moth, because yeah. they don't want it to get out. That could ruin people's lives.
1: Well, only if they drink it, with ginger fizz, <laughs> specifically. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. So...
0: Yeah, she presents at the science conference. The parents are back for this scene and this scene yeah, only.
1: And they hug her and everyone's so proud of her. The teacher gives
0: her finger guns, which I found funny.
1: <laughs> like, ha yeah, you did it, girl. Yeah,
0: Molly and Cleo hug at the conference and everything's so happy. And there's like voiceover that says it's easier to turn from invisible to visible than you think.
1: Yeah, and then they chose them all at Froyo together. Yep,
0: and everyone is dating
1: yeah no everyone's in a couple because there's molly and the Mm coog uh george and nikki are now dating and then cleo and Carter. and those are the only people at Froya right now yep
0: and then it credits roll and we just see basically the movie again but in like one second per minute yeah
1: it's basically just recapping little scenes from the movie with a song playing over it which is kind of weird yeah, I prefer the free. If you frame. if you
0: want to know the plot of this movie but don't want to spend more than six like a minute on it, <laughs> watch just watch the credits. The credits.
1: <laughs> That's all you need. Watch the credits of Invisible Sister. No, I actually recommend watching this movie. I had a good time with this movie. movie the first time and the second time I've watched it's it. It's
0: definitely where do we put it as a house? Let me.
1: As a house, we have it at thirty three.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you have it at forty, and I have it at thirty five.
0: Which, so, yeah, that's fine. All, all pretty I the same. I think that's...
1: Uh, we have it both in B tier. Yeah. Which I agree with.
0: I agree with B tier. It doesn't do anything special enough, really, to make you it know. to A tier, but it's close.
1: It's good. Like, it's, good. it's has some good funny moments. I think the emotional beats are pretty well done. There are
0: better ways to spend your time, but it's not a bad movie.
1: Yeah, I like it. You have the Coog in there, which yeah. is DCOM's number one himbo. Yeah. Which I know... The swap. Did was there also a himbo or is that just the bully turned? I think it's just trope? really I
0: don't think the bully was really a jock.
1: No, but he is just another like good character I like. So when we get to the swap, I'll talk about him. But mm-hmm. you yeah, know, number one himbo of all decomps is the coog. He's exactly what you'd want out of a himbo. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like I like the direction they took for the the problems the characters were having and how they resolved them. I thought they did well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's 2015, so the movie quality is higher up than some of our earlier movies. The
0: writing is better than a lot of other movies. The acting is good enough. Yeah, (laughs) There's no performance or anything that I felt was super distracting. I feel like it's very much what you want. If you were sitting down to watch a Disney Channel original movie, it is exactly what you want it to be, but it's not ex- excellent in any no, specific aspect. No, it's just like
1: pretty good quality. It's it's not a bad one in the bunch at all. Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: It is like very generic, good decom.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like every character also had a purpose, which mm-hmm. is good to see. Like, and every beat, and it is a short movie, which I think helps make every part of the movie like pretty important and worth your while and not just like why are they doing this this is dumb like everything had a reason of why it was happening so that was good
0: yeah all right and with that i think that wraps up our discussion on invisible sister yeah that's so if you want to hear more from us we always do this podcast every other week uh we can follow our socials mostly uh,
1: tiktok mostly
0: tiktok (laughs) really that's the only one that's active uh, that the DCOM duo, there's underscores in between the and DCOM and DCOM and duo. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we do this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. YouTube. So go around there. Please mail to our email, uh, the decom duo at gmail.com. No underscores in that one. Uh, and hope that we hear out from you we like hearing anything you have to say yeah other than that the next decom that we are watching is expected to be the prom pack yeah but before we talk about that like the way the release schedule of that might be too tight for us to get the podcast out that week
1: yeah we're for sure Going to talk about the prom pact. The question is, is it going to be the next episode or is it going to be the one after that? So, so we're going to spin the wheel, yeah. And either we'll do we're, we're going to watch this movie next on the wheel. I say it's just yeah. will it be before prom pact or not?
0: Yes, that, so, that's what we I don't think we've ever talked about what we're doing here, but we both came up with the same idea.
1: Yeah, this is okay. what we're going to do. We're going to spin the wheel, it'll come either before or after prom pact. So, basically, if you'd like to watch the movies with us, watch the prom pact when it comes out. And watch the movie that we're about to spin right now. Yes. And we'll talk about it.
0: And you'll get to learn in two weeks which one we were able to get the episode yeah. out first. It'll be a
1: surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're probably going to have a special guest for Prom also. I would guess we would. Yeah. We, we'll keep it a little hush-hush right now. But, but expect maybe a, a surprise guest for our new decom coming out. But now let's spin the wheel so that we have our backup movie all right
0: well first we got to make our predictions i think it's gonna be color of friendship
1: oh i think it's gonna be get a clue all right ready let's go Spin. it's stuck in the suburbs it's stuck in the suburbs i love stuck in the suburbs
0: well, i'm excited because that movie has been needing a rewatch for us for a while.
1: Stuck in the Suburbs. Stuck in the Suburbs
0: was the second one we watched for the marathon.
1: I think so. It was definitely super early. It either
0: second or like third. Yeah. It was really early.
1: Because I was pushing. We'd probably
0: underrated because.
1: It was so early. It was
0: so early that we didn't get like our selective camp meters on the same level.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a lot that we still reference about Stuck in the Suburbs. That'll be fun.
1: I'm excited. Okay. So in either two weeks or four weeks, we'll be talking about Suck in the Suburbs. And we're also going to talk about Prom Pact. So yeah. just be prepared for both episodes. Those are going to be our next two episodes no matter what. Yeah. Cool. All
0: right. Take care.
1: Uh thanks for listening.
0: Yeah. You spent a good time <laughs> of your life listening to us talk about Invisible Sister, and we thank you for that.
1: Yeah. And hopefully you stick around for more decoms. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Scenes from our next episode. Should we? We don't know anything about the prom.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. Ooh, it looks like a John Hughes movie.
1: But oh man, the prom,
0: they sure had a pact.
1: Oh my god, is that Zed from Zombies? Oh my
0: god, is his name Ben? <laughs> we saw one trailer for this movie. I'm not sure how we predict what's all going on in it.
1: Also, maybe it's stuck in the suburbs. So, oh, my God.
0: Man, that montage of them. Oh, wow. Is that a fourth flashback montage of the same movie?
1: Remember the scenes from the movie? Let's put them in another montage. Is right the
0: song in the most decals?
1: Oh, my God. Jordan Cahill. Wait a minute. Is that Taron Killam?
0: (laughs) Why is Taron Killam a teenage heartthrob? That doesn't make sense. Oh, my
1: God. They cut his hair.
0: Oh, my God. They have his phone. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, bye.
1: Stuck in the suburbs. (laughs)
2: Bye.